And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And I'm Alex. I'm Jonah. Hey, when the hell Podboy. Are you doing? Pod, I'm Podboy. And Podboy Jonah. I mean, we this this episode is full of surprises, shocks, and know, surprises. Uh, oh, literally, in. just started recording, and Alex decided to join us. Before then, we'd kind of replaced him with Podboy. With the Podboy. <laughs> I think Alex is uh, like his ears were burning that he that he'd been replaced. <laughs> exactly. So he jumped on real quick to protect his spot. That pod boy ain't gonna take my place. <laughs> well, I awkward. Yeah, a little awkward, but I, for one, am glad to to have you guys on board. Uh on board for what I think we can call the Halloween spooktacular. Oh yeah, Halloween spooktacular. Even PMR has watched the uh, the most recent trilogy of Halloween movies, and you went back to watch the original as well. So we'll I talk. Absolutely, we'll talk a little bit about that. And you've okay. seen uh, okay, uh, extra large coffee with cream. Oh, just in time for the podcast. I mean, this is why. <laughs> this is his. You've watched the trilogy. Yeah, this is what Podman and Ryan, uh, you know, this is his little little revenge on me for wanting to record a little early. It's like, oh, you want to record earlier? Uh, then you're going to have to hear my coffee order, you son of a bitch. I had all this taken care of. I don't know if that's true or not, Brian. But anyway, lots of stuff to talk about. Halloween, <laughs> Black sorry, Adam. Uh, uh, sugar-free vanilla. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, he's on a diet. Come on, dude. Come on, bro. He only wants five splendors for that sugar-free. <laughs> Great. Uh, ask the barista if they've seen uh, Black Adam yet. He's already gone. Any- what? What's happening? Uh, Podman Ron's ordering coffee, and it's, we're off to a great start. Anyway, Brian. <laughs> and the barista can't get it down, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Brian, tell us what's been going on. There's been a lot of stuff up to like the past hour of the recording here. All kinds of stuff going crazy in the world, the nerd world. Thank you. Yeah, all sorts of uh, of announcements um, just recently. Uh, So earlier this week, uh, there's rumors that Adam Driver is in talks to play a mystery role in Fantastic Four. Uh, I like that. that. I think it'd be a perfect Doctor Doom. Oh, feel. That would be a that would be a, a brooding time. Doctor Doom, shirtless Doctor Doom, perhaps. Just hey, like in Star Wars, why yeah. not? Why not have that box of a body? Yeah, I feel like a. Hey, well, uh, uh, it just makes the most sense. We can absolutely hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, another casting in the Marvel universe. Uh, they're saying that uh, Harrison Ford has been a cast <laughs> to replace William uh, Hurd as uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, again, what? and they're even showing mock-ups of uh, <laughs> the Red Hulk as Harrison Ford. Well, you know, and, and people are kind of pissed about it, and you know why? Because they didn't recast Black Panther, but they recasted. Uh, yeah, you got Ross, it. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, so are people mad that they should have request? Are they mad that they did recast Ross? But the, I've read it both ways. I've read that. They're of mad course. that they recasted Thunderbolt Ross, and I read it that they're mad that they recasted the Black Panther. So, 
It just depends on, you know, who's writing yeah. the article. <laughs> you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, but let's be honest. I mean, anyone casting Harrison Ford now is that's a little foolish, right? I mean, you're going to yeah, have I mean, to recast he, this role like in a few years. years. He's like going to die just as quick. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, whether it's it's his bumbling uh, um, uh, airplane uh, uh, um, obsession or uh, or just his general elderly, yeah, you know, dementia. Uh, um, yeah, just bumbling. Yeah. So, uh, what yeah. body parts are you going to break? Uh, how many near misses is he going to have during filming? Mm. You know. So Red Hulk on his uh, flash. It's how old is Harrison Ford? Uh, he's eighty. Isn't he's like 80, 80 years old or something, isn't he? He's not 88. He's like 83, I think. He's like Gangi's age. He's too old. So. Too old. Way too um, old. What is that hat you're wearing, son? I don't know. That's a beautiful hat. It looks Jesus good. The, we had um, uh, the, the announcement's been made. The teaser happened at the end of Black Adam, but the announcement's officially made today. Henry Cavill's uh, returning as Superman, and they're saying that Superman... You. God, he appreciates he appreciates you, Henry. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Henry. They're saying that uh, that uh, the Superman two announcement is imminent. Um, which not to be see. a bummer on that because I love Henry Cavill, I love Superman, but hey, he may be getting too old too. They should just at no. this point just recast a younger person that you can have for the next decade. It's uh, you know, people are happy about it now, but as soon as it's out, they'll be. Oh, people bitch it. about it, of course. <laughs> uh, and uh, go ahead uh, and the, yeah. the other DC news, Brian, maybe. Yeah, the other big DC news is uh, we've got they've finally announced who the Kevin Feige. I'm sorry. Like, just. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know between, what. This is a train wreck with PMR tonight. Well, between PMR's rambling like Harrison Ford and Alex's camera work like Harrison, like uh, Harrison Ford, I mean, I don't. I'm getting kind of dizzy here. <laughs> this is a bad time for you to join. So. Jonah. Yeah, this, this isn't going to be a great one. Uh, <laughs> this one may not make air. Um. So yeah, they've announced who the Kevin Feige will be for the DC Universe, and in fact, they've actually like created its own division and appointed him uh, co-CEO of DC Films. But um, James Gunn, what, and Peter Safin, wow, are going to be co-heads of uh, of DC uh, Film. And what's interesting is they're going to be heads of TV, uh, film, and animation. So all the stuff yeah, that had been done off the property, all right. Now he's now he's like Harrison. Now now he's yelling at kids for getting off the lawn. (laughs) Yeah, can you can you show him how to mute? Yeah, like how to mute his phone. I mean, I know you work. I know you don't want to talk to your father. I I get that, Alex. But at least show him how to work work. electronics. (laughs) It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. He's he's a computer from the eighties. He doesn't he doesn't function. He's okay, Pong. What were, what were we talking about? Just, I do. I, <laughs> it's just Pong. I, it, just it's as a, how's your coffee? A quick diatribe here. Uh, I do recall back in our youth when Pod, when Pod, if you can imagine Podman Ron as a young man, I remember him standing in my yard off to the side of the house, yelling at people 
that were you know like walking or, or driving by. I'm Grandma Farty, and I'm if you don't get off my lawn, I'm going to fart on you. I think they were back in the woods or something like that. I and they did were that. teenagers. You did that, yeah. You were a, a young preteen, I believe. That's one of the few memories I have of preteen life. Thirty-four. Yeah, <laughs> that was a few. Yeah. Was anyway, 30, so yeah, was thirty-four uh, years old. Alex, you've got to be happy about James Gunn being the uh, quote-unquote Kevin Feige, although. We should probably talk about the Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin Feige's not even Kevin Feige anymore, so I don't know if that means anything. Not recently. Um, Wait, so, I mean, D- I think DC, no matter what, I don't really know the direction they want to take it. Literally, like, two months ago, they're like, we're restarting all of it. And now they're like, well, maybe not all of it. Like, we're making Black Adam, and we're going to do this and that. And it's like... So are we restarting shit, or are we are we circling back to what we did before? Like I don't understand. I don't get it. But excited for James Gunn. That's a huge opportunity. Um, he's really made a comeback. So I'm excited to see what he does. I just, you know, I'm still hesitant. Like, All right. uh, yeah, cautiously yeah, optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I kind of feel like. James Gunn is going to be the uh, James Gunn and Peter Saffron are going to be the the co heads of DC film, TV, and animation. The co heads, okay. so they're basically the Feige. Um, I oh, feel just like it's animation, right? I mean, no, no all of it, film, oh, TV, and animation. Oh. So the Bruce Tim, um, uh, you know, uh, legacy Bruce Tim DC animate uh, Warner Brothers animation is going to be merged into DC um, film, TV, and animation. So, you know, the question is, is, what, is that going to have an effect on the animated films that are coming out? Is Are we finally going to see that stuff that's been going on for 15 years? Is that going to finally kind of like end and be right. more prominent and, and more with more oversight uh, under one division? Uh, I feel like we're not getting a re- – they're not going to restart. And, and this brings me to um, two weeks ago? Uh, Jeff Johns was at uh, Coliseum of Comics down Uh-oh. here. He was doing a signing. This is another right. Brian. Uh, Brian, I had a brush with greatness brush story. With greatness. I had a brush with greatness. So, did you not get him on the podcast? I mean, yeah, I didn't get him on the podcast, but um, I did bend his ear. So I was talking to him, you know, because it was it was weird. It was uh, poor man. <laughs> I know. I got there. Um, there wasn't many people there yet. I guess it's because I got there at like five and people were still getting off work or whatever. But I got there at five and so I kind of had him captive. And we were just talking. <laughs> I had a couple of things signed to send off to, to Greg. In fact, he's still in the basement. But I, yeah, he's... <laughs> hey, Jeff, say hello. Um, Save it for the but, uh, but <laughs> I, I, I mentioned to him, I was like, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, the fact that in your books you always bring in such deep cuts of the DC universe and you find ways to integrate it and layer it and even the stuff that wasn't great you find like fresh angles to like loop it back in and so we were talking about that and uh, we kind of got on a tangent I was like you know and we and I told him this as well like I was in because uh, Jonah asked me Podboy Jonah asked me the other day, like, you know, how how do you how can you keep track of this book that's been around for forty years? Like, you know, how do you read all this and 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 know where to start and what storylines? And I told him, and, and like I kind of like it came up when I was talking to Jeff Johns. It's like time dilation. Like, if a story is popular and a story is good, 
then and the fans enjoy it, like it takes up more of the timeline and it becomes a focal point. And if something sucks, it's not like it, they don't say that it didn't happen. They just never reference it again. Okay. So like the good stuff takes up big swatches of the time, the timeline and big swatches of the history. The stuff that's not that was not well received or probably not well written. It just kind of brushed away. It's the same thing with, and, and he agreed. And he said, did you, basically, did you say that's between that and missing all your baseball games? <laughs> huh? Oh, to Jonah? About, right, right. About, <laughs> hey, Dad, how do you read so many comic books? I don't go to your baseball you games. Shut up. up. <laughs> Shut up. You talk too much. Go ask your mother. Go ask your mother. But yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> So when I said it, to Jeff, we, we, that was basically a conversation with Jeff Johns. And he said, he was like, yeah, that's how I got to make it to the con in time to talk to Jeff Johns. I ain't got time for you. Shut up. Shut up. I got to get there before people get off work. Wrestling's on. Shut up. <laughs> I'll see the next game. Ugh. You don't have a good time then, son. Do, 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 so yeah, but you're t- you're talking like kind of like when they redo a Batman, they always include Killing Joke, you know? Right, right. They always include Killing Joke, the Bane or, or No Man's Land. You know, they'll they'll have these like they have these things that are are canon for Batman. Even if they reboot him, it's still canon for Batman right. because it's these things that were popular and big moments in his history. Right. So and and well liked. And so that was the kind of the conversation. He was like, yeah, I, he said he said that he explained it the same way, that it's kind of like time dilation when he's when he's I guess when he's pitching stuff like about what counts, what doesn't, where is he going to where is he going to fit things in? But um, bringing it back to, you know, um, uh, James Gunn and everything, I don't think we're going to get a reboot. We don't need a reboot. And I think Jeff uh, um, James Gunn knows we don't need a reboot. Nobody wants to start this thing over again. Right. Right. You've got yeah, a Superman. Right, right. You've got a Superman that people like. You've got a couple of Superman movies that could have been better. Right. Do you recast and start him over? No, just make a better movie and move yeah, forward. I, I agree. Right. I totally agree. And and uh, like same thing with you know figure out what you're doing with Batman and move forward. Figure out you know like if the Green Lantern show sticks, then great. Move forward. Yeah, like so. If this flashpoint works well, then you can spin stuff out of that. But you know, don't uh, don't make the Snyderverse not canon. Don't make you know right. just just move forward. Just move forward with the I stories. Like you don't. Nobody wants to see a freaking origin story again. I do not want to see Superman's origin again. No. I do not want to see Batman's origin again. <sighs> I, don't, I like. I don't. Just move forward. You know. So I think that's what you're probably going to get is. Uh, you're going to get better. I, I, I feel like you're going to get better creators, better. You know, I think uh, the whole thing oh, with James Gunn yeah. was the, like the reason he wants to do more with DC is because they gave him the ability to to do what he wanted to do with Suicide Squad and then uh, Peacemaker. So I feel like all that's going to do is give creators more freedom. And I think you're going to have some of the backlash because all these creators are talking about they they hate working under the Marvel. Everybody's mad uh, at Marvel now. Yeah. Everybody's no. mad at Marvel because they can't. They, you know, why are you hiring me as a director if, if Feige's just going to direct the damn thing anyway? Why are you? Why are you? Uh, uh, why can't I pick my own writer? Why can't I take a risk with this property? And and so Marvel's getting this backlash. I feel like DC is fixing to be like 
the counter with all this freedom for making these movies. Well, so, I think one of the things they could have they could do in it's kind of done already done on the Flash TV show, but everybody's big in the multiverses now. They like to see you know that to know that the Michael Keaton Batman existed, and they like to know that the Christopher Reeve Superman might exist, or the Adam West Batman existed in this multiverse universe. They could actually do a good Crisis on Infinite Earth with all these universes. And, and pull it together and make one big DCU, and and that's how they go forward with everything. I mean, well, yeah, they, they could do that without Flashpoint. They could do that without Flash. They could do that, and or they could just play. reference it in Flashpoint, and then they've unte- they've untethered everything, and they can just do what the hell they want. And if they want to cross over, they can. If they don't want to cross over, they don't have to. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I think that's the best way to go with it. If they just if they just propose the question in Flashpoint of other universes and tease other universes and and you get those kind of moments and then they never have to go back to it again but you validated like you said you validated Keaton Batman you validated um, you know uh, the the new Batman movies you validated the the um, Ben Affleck Batman movies you hell you validated the Adam West Batman movie yeah right, and, right. And basically TV show. that's what and that's what Marvel did with you know the Spider-Man so I mean they're just you know basically doing the same thing or Marvel basically did the same if, thing what DC did if somebody wants to tackle it and the story dictates that they'll cross over great if not everything counts you haven't wasted your time and just enjoy the next movie so um, nobody has to fight about it's not the spot spot and it's not the Snyderverse or it is the Snyderverse or any of that shit. Right. right. So is 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 James Gunn not going to do the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff anymore? He's doing the third movie and the and the the holiday special. Mm-hmm. But after that, James Gunn is basically around. done with Marvel. We saw a trailer yeah, of the holiday special. Yes, we did. James Gunn. Everybody Wait, was saying yeah. that, that, that today was like James Gunn Day. I mean, he is. It is he probably put a few uh, bucks in the bank and married uh, what's her face too on this top of it. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, not Jennifer Connelly, so, but Jennifer Holloway. Uh, what's her name? Something Holloway. 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 Yep. Anyway, so good for James Gunn. And then speaking of trailers, speaking of trailers, we got several. We got Creed three. Yeah. We got oh, yeah. uh, Ant Man, uh, Quantumania. We got um, uh, the aforementioned Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I feel like we got another one. Out of all the three that you just named, oh, yeah, we got Jesus Revolution. Boom. 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 Roasted. Alex, uh, we went to go see uh, uh, Halloween Ends. Oh. Well, we went to go see Holiday Ends and our Holiday uh, Halloween Ends. <laughs> Tamara went to go see uh, Ticket to Paradise, and, and she got to see your trailer at the beginning. The the trailer does the trailer to Jesus Revolution is at the beginning of Ticket to Paradise. Um, wow! Yeah, super exciting. Very exciting. February twenty twenty three. So let's talk She's... about the trailer. What, what's the name of the trailer, son? The name of the trailer? <laughs> What's the name of the movie? The name trailer. I'm interested Jesus in the Revolution, movie. Jesus Revolution, the trailer. Um, Je- yeah, yeah, Jesus Revolution, the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the trailer. All right. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, it's just about uh, Jesus Revolution. It's set in 1969, and it goes all the way to 1971, and it's about a time period 
in which the hippies uh, kind of in, Cal- in NorCal traveling down to SoCal kind of discovered Jesus and kind of like you know became dropped all the drugs and the shir- and all that kind of stuff and just started using God as like for lack of a better term their drug and like really like coming to terms with who they are who they were and like being very empathizing to all people all, all sex creeds races whatever wherever you come from you were they were your home and they would take care of you and it just takes place um, then and about a young boy who um, is with who has an alcoholic mother who lives in a trailer uh, finding this group and just the just the blossoming of love of unconditional love um, the wackiness well, you're not with and yeah, it was pretty. Uh, the trailer looked really good. I actually, I, actually yeah. Tamara uh, said the same thing when we got out of our theater and 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 met up with her. She was like, "What's the name of, of that movie Alex is working on?" And I was like, "Jesus Revolution." She goes, "Yeah, that was that was the trailer was on there. It looked really really good." So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward I have, to it. I've seen it a total of five times, and I can say without a doubt, it is a really good film. Um, and I'm very very excited for it to come out in February, February twenty right. third. Can't come soon enough. All right, we'll have to do a special edition of the podcast for it. Absolutely, help Kelsey Graham around a little bit. And now uh, totally needs to help. Creed three, man. Creed three looked awesome. All right, I got a, I got a harsh take. I'm sorry. Uh Oh, I'm sorry. I have to do this to you, PMR. But this Creed three trailer, as fun as it looks, as great as as much as I love this franchise. It's. It looks like it's going to suffer the same fate of the Rocky movies, on which each of these movies gets a about, little man? dumber. Every <laughs> well, that's that's probably time. true. That's probably true, but it doesn't mean it's less enjoyable. It, but yes, I agree with you on that. I What's wild is Alex Rocky Five. There's nothing positive left. <laughs> What's but, wild is the is the 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 uh, roller coaster you take with Rocky's IQ. Because right. he's like dumb as a rock, he can't count to like thirteen in the first movie, and then yeah. by the fourth movie, you know he's this well-spoken. He ends the the Cold War with his speech, <laughs> his eloquent speech at the end yeah. of Rocky Four. Back down to yeah. uh, down on his luck, dumb yeah. as a box of hair, Rocky. By the end of his uh, his trilogy, yeah. yeah, you know it's just one of these things where Rocky uh, Creed three just looks really clean. And it's it's Michael B. Jordan's first time directing, which is fine. But I enjoyed the more grit of the last two movies, and this movie feels kind of clean and proper. Like, still has a lot of heart, I'm sure, because you can't have a Creed slash Rocky movie without that kind of heart at the center. But it's like right. it just feels kind of clean and more like safe safe punches instead of like the brutalness that this franchise has kind of offered up in its first two entries. Not to say I'm not excited, okay. but. I just think it looks a little, mm, a little half, a little half-assed. Okay. Well, this uh, Jonathan Majors is basically playing Mr. T. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. This is this is basically Rocky Three, right? Well, and, yeah. I mean, I like the story though. It makes it makes a lot more sense. I mean, it, you know, he uh, Jonathan Majors is playing a friend of Adonis Creed who. You know, in their younger years, were you know thugs together and and uh, thugs together. But unfortunately, they were not thugs for life. No, they were not thugs for life. But so they went the he went to jail and Adonis Creed, you know, he blew up. He he became famous boxer and uh, apparently he became famous boxer. 
Jonathan Majors was uh you know, it was it's like PMR is describing uh, everything for us because we're too stupid yeah, well, to figure it out. <laughs> can, can people just go watch the trailer? Like, the, no, I like the play-by-play. I want, I want I want PMR to explain the trailer to me because I didn't understand it. I'm not explaining it to you. I'm explaining it to a listener out there who may not. Yeah, he's watched the damn trailer, the listener man. out there. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I just want to know: Is Jonathan Majors in that new Jesus movie? Because he's in everything else next year. Uh, no, but I wish he was. No. I okay. I just, I, we need a little more Jonathan Majors in our life in general. So the choice here is either the 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 listener is too stupid to have understood the trailer, <laughs> or, or could give a shit less. The listener would rather hear PMR explain it than go watch it. I kind of like That's PMR the assumption. Or the listener is like, well, you know what? I don't want to go see Creed, you know. And, uh, but now they may want to go see Creed. Yeah, thanks. PMR to convinced them. <laughs> thanks to understanding the trailer. What's the title of that trailer again? I forgot. That's why I need to. <laughs> that's why I need to look up on the YouTube. <laughs> okay, I'll type it into the computer. Creed three, the trailer. <laughs> Colon the trailer. <laughs> Thugs from way Official back. Official trailer, twenty twenty three. What I what I don't understand is that like with with the with the Creed three movie like why would you why would you make Creed two about him fighting Ivan Drago's son when Rocky four was like basically supposedly Rocky's biggest fight but like I feel like it Rocky three Rocky should have been Rocky or I mean uh, Creed three should have been Creed two because like why, why ah that would have been a good thing yeah. Ivan Dra- why yeah. wouldn't Ivan Ivan Drago's son be why why wouldn't he be the, his biggest fight like. Oh no! This big bad personal. bully's coming back. Like yeah. this, this time, time it's personal. personal. This is like, personal. <laughs> they're taking it day by day. But like, also, did y'all not watch Creed two? No, he oh he watched Creed two. Jonah knows we about Creed two. They were living in the shadows of their father, so that's the that was the whole. Yes, but that should have been that should have been the end of the series. Like if if Creed one. No what. I don't understand. Shut up. That. That's illogical. Look, share your mouth. So, but okay, never mind. All right. So uh, there is something I know. Did you guys notice in this trailer that when Jonathan Majors is is coming down to the ring, they're he holding sexy. Well, no, they're holding the belts behind him. They're holding the titles behind him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the dude. assumption is that too. That too. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take. A, I mean, he'll beat Creed. Uh, the assumption is he'll beat Creed for the titles, and then and then Adonis has got a you know that'll be the climax is him winning it again. Wow, that's crazy. So uh, now you didn't you explain know. that to me. PMR. Never heard that one before. PMR I did not heard... explain that to me. <laughs> Thank you for picking that up, Brian. <laughs> well, you know, you're welcome. Rush, now that Russia is our enemy again, I'm hoping that Creed four will he'll fight another Russian. That would be good. That would make sense. You're right. Uh, All right. What what else do we have here? We've kind of went into trailer review here. Uh, I know. Ant-Man in the wild. All right. Let's save Ant-Man for a minute. Save Ant-Man for a minute. Uh, A couple of more news bits. Uh, I found this interesting. Colin Farrell's Penguin series starts a week after Batman ends and the city's still underwater. So it's like an immediate follow-up to the Batman movie. Um, We've got... uh, I want to save that one for dead last. Hang on. Uh, 
He's got a shot. There was one other thing I thought. Uh... No, it's just this. They are, uh, there's a new reboot. Uh-oh. We're in the age of reboots. Yes, let's hear it. Do you guys know what 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 film's being rebooted next? I know Frasier's getting a reboot. No, no, not a TV show. A film, oh, a movie oh. franchise by Paramount. Oh, what is it? It was a trilogy. It, it was a television show that went on to have three successful films. Oh, are you kidding me? The Naked Gun oh my. is returning. Oh, with, oh yeah, with. <sighs> With Liam Neeson starring as, uh, oh uh, take, uh, assuming the role from Leslie Nielsen. Right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <clears throat> who was it? I, I think I uh, read something like uh, what one of the Wayans, Damon Wayans, one of the Wayans, uh, Marlon, uh, had yeah. said. You can't make comedies anymore, which we've even said on the podcast. Yeah. But uh, like uh, uh, white girls or white chicks, you can't make comedies like that anymore. So it'll be interesting to see if they are able to make the Naked Gun movies without a whole lot of kind of you know body or or whatever humor. Right. right. It'll we'll suck. See. It'll suck. Well, All right. We'll see. All right. It's uh, like Austin Powers. We've talked about how Austin Powers. Try to watch an Austin Powers today, and it's just god awful and it's like god were we all high back in the 90s when we thought that was funny probably well i showed them probably about two years ago i had them watch the naked gun the first one and uh i mean they it it held up better than uh um austin powers Powers for sure yeah so but all right well be good uh all right so uh mn wasp quantum mania trailer Mm-hmm. Anybody want to start oh. breaking that one down? I I was just I wasn't really impressed with it. This Ooh. I, I was not. It looked very confusing and just kind of dull. There was nothing really like, oh, that's cool. I mean, it just looked really dull. Okay, well, I think what you missed was <laughs> Scott Lang and Kang went to high school together, but Kang got arrested <laughs> and sent to prison <laughs> while Scott only went to juvie. He yeah. So Scott, a Scott, much better story. <laughs> Scott, Scott became the Ant Man. Yeah, that would have been a much well, better. Story. I, I, I thought it was okay. Again, you know, it, it, I think it was listed. I think it was titled the teaser. It, it felt like a full on trailer. It was, am I wrong that it was supposed to be a teaser? Yeah, this is it. To be clear, the title of this trailer was Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania teaser trailer. Just, oh, t- just to really clarify. Right, thank you, Alex. Teaser trailer. But it yeah, was a full blown trailer. But colon, you, you, I think yeah, it could have been. Colon. There's I think a colon. It been called it's, the yeah. yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Quantumania colon. colon. The teaser trailer. Teaser colon trailer. Trailer. Alex, you being a long time Avenger fan, what, how do you feel yeah. about uh, Blueface King? I'm listen. I I'm a big fan of the first Ant Man. I'm pretty indifferent towards the second Ant Man. And you know what? I love Paul Rudd and I love Jonathan Majors and I love Michael Douglas and I love Michelle Pfeiffer. So do I really Just can't really stand that bitch that plays <laughs> Evangeline Lilly and, and Evangeline Lilly that is utterly fine. She's <laughs> fine. But you know what? I'm still excited. I think Kang okay. looks super cool. I'm excited. He's got like cool scars on his face that give him like those lines that he always has in the comic books. I think that's I think that's dope. I, I'm really impressed that they decided to go really comics accurate with him. 
I think that looks pretty cool. I think there's some sneaky stuff in this trailer that kind of hints at what we're gearing at for Kang Dynasty. You know, there's some there's some cool stuff going on here, and I think this is going to be a really important movie. And it looks fun. It looks kind of trippy and fun and silly and goofy, and probably the most Ant Man of the Ant Man movies we've had. So you know what? I'm excited. Oh wow! I'm excited. I like Ant Man. PMR did, like his first complaint was, "Oh, it's not Kang! It's not Kang!" Because he didn't, he didn't even look like enough him. of the trailer. Yeah. It didn't look, didn't like, look him. like him. It looked exactly like him. <laughs> the <laughs> green tunic, the, the helmet, the, the blue purple face, and green. It was, yeah, it was comics. Well, well, the, on a big old disc. <laughs> the, yeah, the best part was when you uh, texted that Brian. You texted. I think you texted the 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 video and then the poster. And then later on, PMR said, "Is the trailer out or something like that? Are you, uh, you know, is there a trailer?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was the first thing you sent was the trailer. Oh, uh, was it? I just yeah. thought it was the poster. And and uh, then it was, <laughs> why doesn't he look like King? And then you followed and, it right up with that screenshot. The trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I'm, like King. We'll I'm see. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Jonah, anything? Thanks. Does it do anything for you, Jonah? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they might find a way to screw it up. I feel like there's going to be something that ends up. You Leave are your Marvel. father's son. You are your father's That's father. not what I was going to say. Wait till we talk about she uh, No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm on board. I feel like, uh, well, there's two things that you suss out of this. Like, there, it's very often says, you know, uh, if you'll help me, I'll uh, I'll give you more time. Right? And, and so, like, basically... Uh, he's going to tell Scott that he's dying, that he's going to die. Scott knows that he's going to die, and Scott has to choose to, you know, to still be the hero, right? So we're getting. I, I don't think it's Scott's getting paralyzed. I don't. I think Scott is going to be off the board, like okay. doesn't get to see uh, Cassie grow up. That's one. Two. Fucker. Sorry. Mm. Uh, two, uh, I feel like there's no way we're not getting analysts in this before it's all said and done. At least a tease of analysts. I don't even know who analyst is. Uh, Annihilus? Annihilus. I'm sorry. Annihilus. Oh. <laughs> the analyst. Are you sure I know, that's me, you want to do this? <laughs> Are you sure just, you want to do it? I uh, just got It's pronounced analropist. Oh, analropist. <laughs> it's not. It's I not understand. the pronunciation that bothers me. <laughs> Anilis. Uh, and then, so maybe, do we get any glimpses of Fantastic Four as well? If we get uh, analropist in here. Well, if you're a if you're a keen-eyed viewer mm. like I am, and the trailer, PMR, there there are these like so we see like these like big old rings, and yeah. they have like the same sort of like ancient like like languages and stuff inscribed on them yes yeah. but they're huge but it's like oh wait we're in the quantum realm could that be a tie to shang chi and miss marvel because we both just those characters also have we wow. already know that shang chi's bracelets and kamala khan's bracelets have some sort of connection is that and that's into shang chi they're like oh it sent out a signal blah 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 is that signal from the quantum well quantum realm and is kang like I think Kang wants Scott to go and get the uh, rings and the 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 bangle, and I'm like, that seems pretty like, God, that seems pretty clear to me. But I don't know what do you guys think. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I didn't watch it be, that closely. This, 
This could have some big implications, I'm okay. feeling, but maybe not. I don't uh, know. You th- wait, wait. Shang-Chi would be a big implication? No, Ant-Man not, appearing I, in Shang-Chi would be a big... That would be a big help for either one of those properties. I like Shang-Chi. Oh, my God. So I don't think it would be a big help for Ant-Man. No. <laughs> it's a downgrade. Least, um, I'll take hey, that. At least, Shang- at least Shang-Chi's better than Black Adam. That's all Ooh, I'll say. Ouch. 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 Uh, are we going to talk yeah, about... I, I mean, we're all over the place now. Um, I, I, we are. We probably don't even have time to talk about the passing of Leslie Jordan, but um, are we going to talk about she about? What about Robbie Coltrane? Oh, yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Hagrid. What about the what about the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? All right, oh, all right we're gone. Never mind. We're Fuck out. you, James Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> we did enough with James Gunn. You're yeah. done. Yeah, well, that that was also done. announcing the death uh, of the Guardians of the Galaxy after watching that trailer. But anyway, <laughs> zing. Uh, PMR, you're the biggest uh, Harry Potter fan of us all. I think, right? Fair to say. I am absolutely yes. Fair to say. Uh, so you're, you're the biggest to- pothead. <laughs> you are the big pothead of the group. Um, uh, so you were sad to hear the passing of whatever that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Hagrid, uh, Hagrid's like the mainstay. I mean, other than here, <laughs> uh, you know, other than the big three, Hagrid would probably be other uh, than the big three, the and Dumbledore and Voldemort and Snape. Oh, well, even Hagrid's Dumbledore right got there. switched out, right? Yeah, no one cared about the first Dumbledore. No. Thing. He can barely stand up the second movie, but ouch. But uh, but yeah, yeah, Hagrid. Uh, you know, and he, uh, he, yeah, he died. I mean, I don't know what yeah. he's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. <laughs> 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 <God>. <laughs> I mean, All right. Sucks. Well, that was that was that's my memorial. I mean, yep, yeah, he died. Yeah. Well, what was the other guy that we got focus, uh, like uh, from F Troop that we 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 oh, gave Larry like, Storch to? Man. Larry Storch had a whole segment. Yeah, that was like a long career, man. Yeah, it, it, like the, like two weeks later, PMR wanted to rememorialize him because he forgot that we had memorialized him the week before. Right, right. Are we going to talk about Larry Storch's I mean, passing? Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, Haggard. You know, him passing it. It was sad. I mean, it was very sad. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I, I also love PMR's reaction to when Brian posts other people's passing, like Leslie Jordan, who has been no a bit player on a lot of different things. He's one of the greatest queer icons of all time, as far as I'm concerned, True. next to Paul Lind. Uh, but anyways, uh, Brian posts that, and PMR's reaction is, I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> You're I, like, I don't know no, him. No, I, I do not care about him. <laughs> I don't mean I don't care about him. I just don't know who I, he was. I don't know him. Welcome he to was, my uh, world. <laughs> he was a recurring character. Like he probably his biggest break, like uh, was he he was on Murphy Brown a ton. Like he was a a recurring character on Murphy Brown. He was a little like stuff, for the yeah. whole like yeah, but uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So what? Can I? Can we? Can well, I want to get in a building or something? Is, didn't he have a car wreck? He, yeah, he had a car wreck. Building? But they don't know if if he was, had a heart attack and then a wreck or or, or a wreck just in the building. Yeah. Um, now there is something I want to get PMR's thoughts on oh, this, and Alex, you too. You can chime in. Speaking of Hagrid, I sent this out, and PMR was having none of it. None of it. What? What? Uh, there's a fan theory that uh, Hagrid was a Death Eater. 
Yeah, no. I, I don't. No. Can I be honest with you, Brian? Can I be honest? Yes. I don't care. Please. I don't know him. All right, well. Agro is not so, a death eater. I mean. I don't know. When what, you, I, don't, I don't even know what a death know. eater was. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Uh, he was a servant of Voldemort. He was a servant yeah. of Voldemort. Oh, uh, all, right. all right. Well. Sure. So just so we're uh, so there's some of this out there, and in case readers want to go check this, or readers, uh, or the listener wants to go check this out, uh, there's a lot of evidence. Like for instance, uh, Hagrid is casting very advanced state, uh, very advanced spells. What he, should... he grew a pig's tail on some kid. That's not a It's transfiguration, tail. though. Transfiguration is very advanced, and he's and he was. Uh, uh, forbidden from using magic after he only made it to his third year, and transfiguration was is very well, different. That he was smarter than everybody thought he was. He wasn't a big old dum dum like everybody. And he can cast there. spells. He can cast spells without having to say the spell audibly. That's another big thing in the Harry Potter universe. That, oh. that you know, like only a very powerful wizard can cast a spell without audibly you know, speaking the spell. Well, just because he was powerful, that doesn't mean he was evil. Huh? Huh? Well, and then all there's all the times he put Harry right in the mid, like right on a collision <laughs> right course with, uh, with Voldemort, right? So did like, fucking Dumbledore. Dumbledore did that all the time. He was a Death huh? Eater, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, They're all Death Eaters. All right, all right. you're not going to convince uh, him, But yeah, I'm not going to convince him. Anyway, but I'll, you know what? I'll post the article post on our Facebook article, page. And I'll look at it. And then you can read it to me. And I will. I'll I sent you the article like a week and a half ago. <laughs> Send it again. Send it again. So you, you <laughs> confidently I, I, said, I, I, there's I nothing to this. No I refuse no to read it. No, I just, I said, there's just no way. What are you what doing, is, Alex? What are you doing? Entertaining himself. Because the podcast yeah. has hit a lull. All right, hey, let's. Uh, should we go to the <laughs> movies or TV first? Where do you want to go? With to? Our memorial? Did we? Did I think we we're done with the. <laughs> I think we're done with the memorials. Loretta Lynn. Oh yeah, Loretta Lynn. Great. That's sad. Oh, cool. Sad. Oh, sad yeah. life. I did the Loretta Lynn connection. I have it is uh, during our uh, Halloween. Um, Movie marathons. We did watch the original Carrie with Sissy Spacek, who kind of got famous because of Loretta Lynn. So I got that for going for me. Nice, very nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We uh, one of the first movies I ever saw in in uh, the theaters was Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, wow. same, same, yeah, same here. Don't know that's why. Where I, that's where I learned the uh, the word horny was what it meant. Wow, how about that? Yeah. Fun facts, no tell. Oh wow! Uh, so we yeah we owe a, a lot to the late great Loretta. Thank Lynn. you, Loretta Lynn. Thank you, Loretta Lynn. <laughs> Teach me the word horny. <laughs> oh, that's there. It's synonymous. Loretta Lynn and horniness. Oh no! Oh yeah! Yes, no. absolutely. All right, off to the movies. <laughs> yes. All right, I know, Alex, you're ready to talk about Black Adam. We do have uh, oh. Halloween movies to talk about. I can rattle off all the, the horror movies we've been watching. Uh, but let's, let's. Uh, I know Alex is probably just 
really only is attending to talk about Black Adam. So, Alex, let's turn it over to you for your Black Adam review, a movie that you've invested four hours in or, or whatever it is, four or five hours, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I went and saw it Thursday opening night. Um, uh, I had a friend buy me a ticket, so I went. And then I had another group of friends that wanted to go, and I decided I'd tag along with them on the second time to right. see if I'd like it anymore. Yeah. Um, and in consensus, I did not like it Ouch. anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think this movie's a, uh, what I like to call a big old, a big old turd. Um, it's it's pretty bad, and I try. I'm good at turning my brain off for things, but I don't know what this movie instilled in me. But from like the first like 20 minutes, I just was so irritated and so just out of it. Like I could not be bothered, and I thought maybe I was tired. And then I saw it yesterday. I wasn't tired. It's just a bad movie, and from from start to finish, I just I had some so fun with the action, but other than that. Just a dull, it's a, it's a standard DCU film, right? Yeah, like I said, like I've, I've been telling everyone, the hierarchy of the DC universe may have changed, but the quality did not. Wow. Well, so is this Walter there was Hamada. no nighttime fight scenes. There was there was no nighttime nighttime fight oh, scenes. Oh wow! But but progress as well as progress goes. It's still set in the Middle East. Everything has to be a certain tone of yellow the entire yes. time. You can't have any vibrancy when you're filming in the Middle East. It's just yellow. And just have, like, a, a woman just like, hi yeah, 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 the whole time. Yeah. Yikes. And that's that it. racist, son. Oof. Well, you know, maybe, maybe the What do you think he gets it from? I calls it like I sees it. So you're that saying. calls it like I sees it. So you're saying that despite Podman Ron's affection, waning affection perhaps, toward The Rock, The Rock did not save this Definitely. movie. He did not help himself at all, that's what you're saying. No, I mean, if, I, I think he created, per chance, of, he created a dumb action movie with little heart, uh, zero subtext, and just kind of nonsensical plot that's just like, Okay, I guess we're doing this, but none of it feels necessary. It just feels like it's just spectacle for the sake of, and it's just really boring or just well, way too chaotic and stupid. Well, and that's the only two things you're getting. Well, Alex, I'm, I'm afraid you may be as jaded as the rest of the old men here. Uh, Jonah, I'd like to get a young person's opinion of this movie. Assuming you saw I, uh... I did see it. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought the the okay. the kid, the kid was extremely obnoxious. As most children um, I are. thought. I thought the actor for um uh Doctor Fate was was pretty good. Hot I meat that kettle. One. Continue, Jonah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the actor who played Doctor Fate. Uh, I have I mean, no idea Jay, who it is. Some yeah, some, exactly. some bit Brosnan. role. Some bit role. James Bond, man. James Bond, the 90s. Yeah, but still. All right, so you love Dr. Fate? Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what else to say. Like, That's okay. There's well, nothing out. I'm nervous. That's basically my review. Tell me, tell me, hold on, Jonah. Let me help you out here. So, uh, The Rock. This is The Rock's first superhero movie, and Lord knows we've got a fantastic record of wrestlers and athletes 
uh, turn superheroes, right? I mean, still uh, Shaq, anybody? But, uh, so tell me more about uh, The Rock himself. Did you like him? Did you find the character appealing? Or was it dead to begin with? I like. I mean, I liked it, but there was some po- there were some parts where it would ju- it would just be kind of like weird when because like he, somebody would say something, he would just stare at them for like five seconds, and then he would just like then he would just go like kill somebody, and then just it it, it was really weird. It was like dialogue. Then he would just like blankly stare at somebody, say like two words, and then go fight crime. Wow, or murder, the, or just murder somebody. <laughs> Much yeah, the, just lots of murder. the The problem with the movie is, it's uh, bad. well, <laughs> it's it's they wanted to make every time they're like, well, this doesn't make sense. They are, or this is starting to drag. They just put, threw another fight scene in, mm. fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, and and honestly, they the, there's a huge misstep in the kid they cast. Like the kid is awful. He's so and, bad. And they wanted the kid they 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 brought the kid in so that the kid could be the the light to and juxtaposition to the black you know, okay. Black Adam being so dark, right? Um and then but then you also get the fact where, oh well, uh you get to see Black Adam's not all bad, like he likes this kid, you know, that sort of thing. You know, That's it's creepy. So, yeah. So uh, the kid is awful. Like, awful. I will say say that in no trailer have I seen the kid. And then the first thing Alex said when he saw the movie is the kid was awful. And I was like, what? What kid? What are you talking about? The first thing that Brian said when he saw the movie was the kid was awful. Wow. He's so bad. So Obviously, it's like they they hit the kid on purpose. So they had this formula. They wanted they wanted to have like the Billy Batson sort of thing. Like they yeah. wanted to have they wanted to almost have him Freddie Freeman for him, right? Uh, and it was just it was awful. But and the problem is, if they're not fighting, that kid is front and center. Oh really? So it's either fight. It goes from fight to this pain in the ass kid to a fight, and the fights happen so frequently. I mean, I think he fought uh, um, Hawkman five different times. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was almost like that joke, the old family guy joke with, you know, Peter and the chicken, <laughs> where they just kept fighting. Black it was Adam almost like that. It, it was like Hawkman and Black Adam would, they, they, they cool down and then suddenly, boom, they're fighting again. <laughs> like, and it was like, Jesus Christ. So um, I liked so the guy that played Hawkman. I, I like Al Visage. Um yeah. I, I liked I really liked Doctor Fate. Yeah. Pierce Brosman's Doctor Fate was the best part of the film. He has the best um, scene. And and honestly, like the all the stuff they did with the Justice Society, Adam Smasher was a goof. Okay. Oh, but he's awful. He's so but bad. <laughs> when he's uh, you know, he looked good when he was powered up, right? I liked I liked the way they showed Cyclone's powers yeah like so there's good trauma dump (laughs) just trauma dumps on adam smasher (laughs) yeah well it was like oh these are my i'm getting this is my whole character arc i gotta get this out in the next like 46 (laughs) seconds you know so um so you've got all that the the al rothstein you get to see golden age adam like uh adam smasher's uncle which is a cameo um it's the fawns 
The Fonz is hey. Golden Age Adam. Uh, Adam. <laughs> that's going to make you happy, Podman Ron. It's so funny. That's pretty awesome. Okay. That's pretty so awesome. So, it's... There's... It's uh, the problem is you go from these fight scenes that are just like over the top to this kid back to the fight scene back to the kid and it's like oh my god it it's too much yeah with now, a heavy dose of exposition if it's not the kid talking it's all exposition it's just like yeah. here's the information you need to know right now I'm like okay I get yeah. it I get it and so uh, here's the thing though like if this gets us the Justice Society I'm fine with it yeah the, mm. you know if this gets us deeper into that portion of the DC universe fine I hope they treat this as a spinoff and The Rock has nothing to do with the Justice Society <laughs> going forward. Again. Okay? Never. Um, but, and I want to see if Alex got this take, and this is a spoiler, Uh-oh. Dr. Fate dies before the end of the movie. Uh-oh. He right? does. And, Hell, man. Alex, do, do, uh, I felt like the whole time they were forecasting that the kid's going to be the new Dr. Fate. Yeah, they were. I felt it too because that's that's how the that's kind of like the new Doctor Fate in the comic books. He's like a young Middle Eastern kid, and so oh, well, that just kind of tracks. But yeah, and... oh, I don't want it. I don't want another one. I don't. Like, well, just... I mean, this was uh, oh. the last regime's movie, right? And now we we just talked about this new regime coming into DC Films, so. Maybe James Gunn will be like, "Yeah, I hear you, Rock, but no thanks." I'm I mean, not... here's the thing: I don't mind. I just feel like I don't mind the casting. I don't even necessarily mind the. I don't, I don't necessarily mind the struct, like the plot, the movie's going for. I don't mind it, but it's so half baked. The, the dialogue is terrible. It is so painful to listen to them talk. It hurts, and then it's just like everything else is just this like. Like, the visual effects look great. And honestly, despite everything being drowned in yellow, there's actual cinematography here. And it's like, there's texture, and there's nice shots. And Dr. Fate has a great scene in uh, Hawkman's jet. That's the best scene in the movie, where he's talking about, like, the first time he saw a plane. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scene. And it's like, where, where were you for the rest of this? Where Like, can you, do, like, do something? Like, like, I don't need action. I don't need Dwayne Johnson murdering people. Sure, sometimes it looks cool, but it's like, it's so painful. And there's this fucking catchphrase, tell them the man in black sent you. That literally nice. made me want to, like, Love die. It. I wanted to die. I don't know what you're talking about. This movie sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's you were so selling it to PMR. PMR, will, you haven't seen this yet, so right? bad. Shit, man. No, I hadn't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I will tell bad. you this. I, 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 in the in the amount of time we got with Doctor Fate, I'll take that Doctor Fate over Doctor Strange any day of the week. Uh, yeah, I don't know about I, all that. Listen, I, 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 I can have Wait. more fun. I can have more fun watching this movie, like you know, with a couple drinks down, than I will ever have watching Doctor Strange too. That's 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 like I can actually like there's some things I can tolerate, especially when it hits on HBO Max and I can skip past everything I don't like, which is 75 percent of the movie. So it's like, yeah, there's fun here. But man, the bad is just so bad. Adam Smasher's so bad. 
uh, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so uh, well, then that's the thing is I feel like if you just had if you drill it down to just the Justice Society stuff and the important pieces of Black Adam, you could have made this a forty-five minute movie. Yeah, hit all the marks, left out the kid entirely, and you've got a good forty-five minutes in this film. Yeah, uh, the problem is it's two hours. It's a so, long. Yeah, uh, it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Hawkman, I thought was great. Doctor yeah. Fate, I thought was great. That's you know, much it. The, uh, there's times where Black Adam was was fine. Yeah, uh, it's it's the the rest, and they spent so much time like telegraphing that twist that nobody gave a shit about. You know the the um, I mean, I guess it was uh, interesting. That's like, oh well, that's why he wasn't a kid. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, it's it's just I, poor. It's it just sets poor. up the fact that he's the ruler of Kanda uh, 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 right? So there's the, kind of like that Doctor Doom sort of thing going on a little bit. Uh, and and honestly, the the fact that nobody wanted Henry Cavill back as Superman, and basically uh, Dwayne Johnson like forced it. Like that's why we're getting Henry Cavill back is because The Rock forced. Uh, DC's hand like you know so I honestly think that's why the uh, DC guy left Uh, I think that the rock went around him and uh, and got Henry Cavill back and that guy got pissed and quit Walter Hamada listen I I think I I have a a real fix for this movie hear me out this is my fix I love seeing the Justice Society. It was super cool. Would have loved to just have them in their own solo movie. So let's just say, in a different world, we pluck the Justice Society out and they get their own movie and it's super awesome. World War II's epic. That would have been cool. Instead, in this movie... Son of a bitch. That was my pitch that everybody shit on! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe instead, maybe instead what we do is we just make it Black Adam versus Shazam for... Fuck's sake. I don't understand yeah. Dwayne Johnson's adamancy behind not doing Shazam, like not having that battle. That's the thing. That's the comic. That's what because people Shazam want to is, see. I'll tell you why. Because Shazam's bigger than Black Adam, and he don't want to share that. He wants to be the big person he, in the movie. But so. guess what? You could still, he could, he's the rock. He could still have this creative control where they split. He's still top billing, and it's still a Black Adam movie that's just like, it's Shazam and Black Adam, and maybe I mean, they team up at the end to fight Sabak like they do in the movie. Yeah, I agree. I'd be you, down with that because that's what it the is. whole when Black I, there's this animated movie like Black Adam versus Shazam and Superman. It's really good, and it's Black Adam coming to fight Shazam because he he's awoken and he realized that the wizards have given someone else the power, and like he's being like sidelined. I would have <coughs> loved to see that. Give me that movie. Please give me that movie. Well, and it's but just we a short. It. It's a short. It's only like a twenty-minute short. But to it's your so point, better. <laughs> to your point, Alex. What they should do is, if you want to give Rock Superman, okay, he can have Superman in Black Adam three, what, or Black Adam two, and say Shazam three is going to be Black Adam and Shazam. Like put like if okay, he fights Shazam. You get that out of the way, and then you bring in Superman, and that's that's the crescendo. But if you make if you make Black Adam fight Superman, and then he fights Shazam, it feels it's like, like a downgrade. It feels yeah. like a downgrade. 
doesn't make any sense. Like it's just no. I, I honestly think they'll do. It's Shazam two. They're, they're going to have a Black Adam cameo at the end. Maybe, but it's yeah. just one of the. It's just one of these things where it's like, I don't think anyone was asking for Black Adam to become the center of the DC universe because he never has been and he still never will be. It doesn't work. This character doesn't work as the linchpin of all of this. It doesn't work. It feels really forced. Like, and also, so now the Justice Society and Superman worked for Amanda Waller. What the hell, man? That's that's so. That's just such a betrayal to anything about those characters and anything they stand for. It's super loosey goosey. It's not a piece. I don't understand why fans are so like like in awe about and adamant about standing up for this movie when even the comic stuff that it supposedly gets right, it doesn't. There's nothing. There's no thing. There's nothing here. There's nothing besides two good performances of characters I'd like to see again and a whole bunch of other shit. I feel like I, I hate it. I'm inferring things into that last scene, like to make things connect, even though they didn't make they didn't uh, you know go out of the way to say they connected. You know, uh, so you see the Waller cameo, and I don't think she sent Superman. I think Superman is going there to feel out Black Adam because he's a threat to kind of see where he actually falls if he is if he is a threat. Is he not a threat? Is he contained? What's his true like motivations? And yeah. I and I feel like Waller's trying to take credit for it. She's just trying to big time the situation, but she's not the reason Superman's there. She knew he was coming because she has him under surveillance. But she but he but there are two independent things happening. So and maybe that's the case. But it's like even then, it just you have to infer that just for. Just in your head yeah. as a comic book fan, because I guarantee you that was not what Dwayne Johnson was thinking. Like, that's not what any of this team was thinking. They were just thinking like, all right, Superman works for Amanda Waller. Everyone agree? That makes sense, right? But it doesn't. It is yeah. so intrinsically false about who these characters are, and it just makes me so pissed off. I'm so, it just makes me so mad. Because I want Superman back, and I want Superman to be back in a way that makes sense. I want Superman to have, like, a Top Gun Maverick-style movie, not fight Black Adam. That's not what I want. I don't give a shit. But it's whatever. <laughs> I'm done ranting about so, it. Well, I'm being upset. Let's, uh, I'm not sure if you've dissuaded uh, PMR from seeing this quite yet, but uh, Alex, what do you give this, uh, give this Black Adam character? Black Adam colon the movie. Uh... Uh, a one. A, a one. Wow. Wow. And a I binary. Like a binary of a zero. A, a binary. I mean, here's the thing. A movie I mean, you've seen binary, twice. You're recommending no one sees it. again. A binary of one. You're so a you can go man. and maybe maybe you go have fun with it. Maybe you have the ability to turn your brain off more than I can. And I turn PMR's, off. PMR can do it. But it's just like. <laughs> How many watch? Like, how many times has he watched Cobra Kai? Well, hey, I got Cobra <laughs> and he still Kai has there. theories on it. All right, Brian. Brian, ratings here. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. What There's. The? I'll give it a three. Okay. You don't need to explain yourself. <laughs> I feel like uh, there's. I'm happy that we got a justice. This I'm taking the PMR route on this okay, one. Good. I'm happy like we that. got Justice Society characters. I uh, like uh, this. It's it is not a perfect movie. It's not, uh, but at the same time, 
uh, I feel like we've made progress on some characters that would not have been uh, would, would not have been in a film otherwise. Okay, that's a positive so, outlook. I, I love it. That's one way to look at it, Jonah. <laughs> I'd probably give it a two out of five. Okay, probably. All right. I mean, wow, it wasn't. I don't think it was as bad as Alex was saying it was. I mean, I as good as what Bruno said. What? Now hold on. Hang on. <laughs> PMR, do you want to explain the ratings to uh, no, uh, Jonah before we don't. go any further? No, please. God, no. No, I, I think he needs to hear because I don't think he understands a two versus a three. Go ahead. Okay. Well, a five is you will see it multiple times. Like you will, you like will Alex has done. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like all the time. Like you'll watch it at least once or so a year. You love it that much. No, that won't be happening. <laughs> four. Four is basically, you know, you'll go see it one more time. You know, you liked it enough. I'll, go, I'll see it again. Three is average. You liked it, but not enough to go see it again. Two, you didn't like it, but you wouldn't tell anybody not to go see it. You'd tell, eh, you'd have your own opinion. Go see it and see what you think. But you, it, it really wasn't for me. And one, you hate it, and you tell everybody else, don't go see this movie. There's your rating system. So, yeah, I guess it would probably be a three then. Because like, this is just one of those movies that I, that I would see once, and I would... Like, I'm never going to see it again. Like, just like Eternals and Shang-Chi. Like, I watched it once, and I'm, I'm not going to watch it again. Okay. Fair enough. To be fair, I don't... He wouldn't recommend it to nobody. I've seen it twice. So, technically, <laughs> Alex is a four. It's a, it's a four, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I had an MCA-list subscription. I just was using it. <laughs> All right. Well, I I will watch it when it comes on Max. I'm sure I'll give it a shot. No. Which will probably be what next week or something. <laughs> it may fast track it. The Rocka. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go. Uh, we got Halloween movies to talk about. Oh God. <laughs> yes, we do. I watched. I watched. Uh, and, we got, and we got the movie Smile also. So, yeah. Wow. We've got at least another two hours worth of. Horror movies to talk about, Alex. I can I can talk about Halloween ends too. I saw. Yeah, we can we can talk about Halloween ends and touch on the other ones. Can we start doing an intermission in the episode like uh, like the old school movies, like uh, Oliver Twist and all? Yeah, just have some music playing. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> All right. Well, Halloween ends. This is the last part of the new trilogy. I don't know how they're cap, but based it, off the first movie. Uh, based off the first movie. So the first movie, the first Halloween movie happened, and then these last three movies happened. Halloween 2018, 2020, uh, so this is the end of the Michael Myers story, supposedly. Maybe <laughs> something continues or whatever. Right. Uh, and it, yes. it's, it's, it's been a little divisive uh, amongst fans that uh, people nah. were a little sad that it w- this being the last movie did not have a whole lot yeah. of Laurie Strode or Michael Myers in it. Well, I don't think it's even divisive. I, uh, people hate it. Yeah, I was going to say. I, don't see how <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, Listen, I think we can end this pretty quickly. It's a steaming pile of dog shit. Wow. Yeah, of the two films I saw this weekend, <laughs> Black Adam was head and shoulders the winner. <laughs> I will say this. Now, I sat down and watched 
all the Halloween movies, you know, and it was uh, the the first Halloween. It was, you know, it was as campy as it was back then. I don't see what was so scary about it. But I guess for 1978, it was terrifying. I watched the new uh, Jamie Lee Curtis one from 2018, and I thought that was I thought that was pretty good. Um, and then the 2021 one, Halloween Kills, I watched it, and I really liked it because it brought back some of the the characters from that first one, from the 1978 one. It brought back, you know, Tommy. those characters from it, and I I actually really liked it. What is that noise? Good lord. It's uh, his uh, his uh, um, loom. He's he's weaving. I was gonna say, what the fuck? Are you washing clothes or something? It's not like a washing machine. Um, so I really like Halloween Kills, and it was a continuation of that same night from the Halloween. It was the you know, but this Halloween ends, man. You know, it takes over four years later, and it has really nothing much to do with Michael Myers and. All about this new character, and <clears throat> I still don't know what that sound is. Good lord! I don't. What, what sound do you hear? It sounds like somebody's on an elliptical. Yeah. Or a treadmill. I'm not hearing it. Yeah, that's really weird. Is that better? I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, it's it's, it's totally not with Michael Myers. Uh, he's in it, but he's like in the sewer, and he like. Hanging you know, out, yeah. He, he mentors. Chilling. He mentors this guy to, to become a killer or something. It makes no goddamn. Sense. Well, let, yeah. Let's back right. up though. Like, so the Michael doesn't show up for like forty minutes, right? And even the cold open and the opening kill isn't Michael. Like, it's this kid and the kid. He's babysitting somebody the year after the Halloween after, you know, yeah, uh, twenty nineteen. And uh, the, he accidentally does something, and the kid that he's babysitting gets killed, right? right. And right. so then you go, you follow this kid who is head and shoulders taller than the than the kid that's bullying him, and keeps getting his ass handed to him <laughs> constantly, right? Well, he's not even a kid by this time. Right. It's, it's four <laughs> years later. He's like thirty. He's like twenty-two years old. I mean, yeah. And these high school kids are bullying him. They're right. in the and they're high school kids. That are in the band. Well, they are seen <laughs> in band costume or band one outfits. Of, one of my one of the reviews I read on it said it was the most diverse group of kids that hung around together. Oh, uh, completely, like, yeah. Oh, uh, it was like none, none of these four kids would have ever hung around together. I mean, but it, it would be the equivalent of Alex getting bullied by uh, uh, high school Jonah. band members that didn't go to school with him. Right. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's really weird, man. And then Lori like gloms onto him and sets him. Clearly, this kid is troubled, and she gloms onto him and sets him up with her granddaughter, <laughs> and they weird. start dating. Right. Right. And and then suddenly Lori's like, "No, he's bad for you." Well, you're the one that introduced him. <laughs> um, I think the thing that completely lost me, like it was bad enough. We're waiting this time for for Michael. We're all this time is getting spent on Corey Cunningham, all this nonsense, and then when Corey decides he's going to pick up Michael's mantle, he goes to the sewer where Michael's been hanging out for four years, <laughs> and gets into a slap fight with Michael over the mask. 
and wins. And wins. Stupid, man. This kid that's been that's been uh, bullied by like a like a, a like a four foot eight, you know, a hundred and ten pound band geek for the first forty minutes of the movie. Now he's in the sewer beating up Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, it, it was. It, it takes the mask and then goes on a killing spree. I, I I have no idea what they were thinking with introducing this new character. Would you still have? Michael Myers out there, you know, who who escaped his last killing spree, even murdered Laura Laura's daughter, Lori's daughter, in the end of Halloween Kills. You still had that, so I don't get that. I I, I, well, I have no idea why they were doing that. Then you've also got this whole thing where uh, Mike, you know, they said in the in, they made very very uh, 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 a big point about the fact that Michael wasn't after Lori. Michael was trying to get home. Michael was going home. It's not about Lori. Sartain, the only reason Michael and Lori intersected again in the 2018 movie is because Sartain took him to Lori's house, right? Well, in this movie, as soon as Michael decides to leave the sewer, where does he go? Lori's house. Yeah. And start stalking Lori. <laughs> he never had before. They m- went out of their way to explain that he didn't care about Lori until what? now he does. Well, he didn't care about Lori. All he wanted to do is go back to his house. And they they made it clear that they destroyed his house. They bulldozed it down at right. the end of this movie. So that's I mean, that's why he was hanging out in the sewer, I guess. I mean, God. It was Where so, else has he gotta go? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. I mean, and like Brian said, you know, they they made it abundantly clear. No, he never was after Lori. You know, that was not the thing. But that's the first place he goes to is our house. I, it, God, it was so terrible. I mean, I, I just don't understand their decision with this. You've got it's the end of a trilogy that has been halfway decent, in my opinion, and and they just blow it. I mean, just totally well, shit the bed with it. And then you've got this whole thing of they spent all this time on Corey Cunningham, and then they just kill him. So if they were wanting him to be the new Michael right. Myers, right. well, why, they, why did they just? I mean, they just he got punked out and killed. Jason finally killed him at the end, and it's like, well, he's dead. So like now, and now Jason, or Jason, now Michael Myers is dead. Well, and even when they used him, it was like, okay, if you're going to use this terrible shitty character you could at least make it like okay is this michael or is this this cory guy we'll let him wear the michael myers mask and you really don't know who's who but no he would just walk around with the, the mask in his hand i mean it was like this is really fucking stupid i mean it, it makes no sense whatsoever why they even did this i concur see i liked i thought it was nice building up this the cory character as Oh, okay. Well, this gonna—they're gonna get rid of Michael Myers, and he's gonna be the new killer, and then they kill him. I—I thought I enjoyed that part of it. They kind of—they pulled a twist on it. Of, <coughs> if they—if they would have built it up, like if he was in the last movie, like the last survivor, and you know we saw him in the last movie, and there was a reason other right. than he accidentally killed a fucking kid, you know, and they want to pass on the mantle to a younger Michael Myers. All right. I, I could have went with that and have more Michael Myers, have more of him and Lori coming to a final ending. But I mean, other than the, the 
10-minute battle between Lori and Michael at the very end, this movie was just god-awful. I mean, I was so bored during it. I mean, what about, I what enjoyed about, it. What about, what about the scene, like, where where um, uh, where um Michael finally shows up and uh, Lori has a sh- uh, fight with him? But, like, in this movie, Michael actually acts his age. Like, he's 62. Like, he's, he's stumbling around. Right, he, he dies in, like, he, he gets... He's completely destroyed in like two minutes. It, yeah. Oh god, so bad. And then, and then terrible. the entire city just marching to the uh, the, the yeah. junkyard, and it was so annoying. So unbelievably annoying when they said the evil dies tonight. Oh my gosh, it was so stupid. I, oh. I I agree with all. I mean, it was completely stupid, but I found it entertaining. I enjoyed it. I it couldn't even find it entertaining, to be honest with you. I, I could not even, I was so bored during it. Because usually in the well, Halloween movies, I mean, you're, you're going to get shit. a few jump scares, but you didn't even get a few jump scares. It was just like, oh, man, this is lame. Alex, what do you call it? The promise of the premise? The promise of the premise. The premise is we're getting the final battle of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. They've been on this collision course for 40 40 years, 40 yeah. plus years. And and we they cram in all of this nonsense with this uh, this ancillary character that nobody cares about, and and and, and his, shoot, like uh, they're cramming so much in for him, and there's so many leaps that they're trying to build. It's like, why the hell did we we didn't need him at all? There was no oh. reason for him. All this is a simple premise. All you got to do. Oh, and I think we we lost some people here. Um, maybe Brian was uh, attacked by Michael Myers. We'll we'll wait and see if he uh, pops back in here. I uh, since I've got the floor to myself for some some reason or another. Up, oh, oh my God! I was just telling the listeners now that I had the floor to myself. Uh, I was just going to go on a, a big review of it, but uh, you guys all dropped out for some reason. But you're all back, yeah, so. You- well, Brian's not back yet on mine. Well, back on I'm, I'm back. Uh, his video's I'm back. not back, but his audio is. All right. All right. Continue, Brian. I don't, but yeah, uh, my, it's don't all they had to do. All they had to do was line up some no cool problem. kills. No, Brian. Oh, okay. Well, evidently they can't hear you. Can you hear me, Podman Ron? Yeah, I can hear you and Alex. All right. Uh, I can hear uh, all three of you, except for Alex, who's not talking. Hi. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I can hear everybody. We need to. Uh, Ooh, I got a foot cramp. Who's the odd man out? Alex, can you hear me? No. Drink pickle juice. No. No. Right. Drink pickle juice is uh, what <laughs> what we've kind of come to now. You need to drink, drink more water at least. Right here, Brad, for just a minute. Uh, I, uh, Brian, won't you drop out and uh, come back to us if uh, if you're able to? Uh, because I know uh, Alex is going through some painful moments here, as if he was watching uh, Halloween Ends all over again here. Brian, uh, do you have anything, any audio on you yet? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah welcome all right. back. Excellent. Thank you for saving me from right. an editing job. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, uh, th- this didn't have to be complex. All no. you had to do is throw in some cool kills. Mike yeah. was back. There's no reason for a four-year time jump. That served no purpose whatsoever. None. Like, uh, if, if they wanted it to continue right after he killed, um, uh, what was the Lori's daughter. daughter's name? 
I don't remember. Yeah, but if you wanted yeah. to kid you, like I get okay, so I, he I would have I would I would have liked them to continue that Halloween night. I mean, there was no reason why they couldn't have. And then, you know, it had Michael Myers just you know, three arc Halloween night with and then yeah, at the end they, they kill him, you know. Instead of this four year jump that made no sense whatsoever. And then, and then you got to disbelieve. You have to believe that he was able to live and survive off whatever that hobo was bringing him in the in the. the... And uh, we've lost everybody again for some reason or another. I'll try to uh, uh, try to get everybody back here. Uh, I still I still think it's an okay movie, but uh, evidently I'm outnumbered here. Uh, let me try to get everybody back here, and we'll be right back after these messages. We are back. And we are back. I was kidding about that commercial break, but I'm not really sure. I think it may be the curse of Michael Myers where we so, uh, continue having some drop-off problems here. But uh, anyway, before it happens again, uh, you guys are not a fan of this movie. I didn't mind it too bad. <laughs> I would one. give it a one. I would definitely give it a one and a zero. Wow. Yeah, one. <laughs> one, one, one. It, look, I would I would honestly say don't even bother watching Halloween Kills. Like, just pretend there's the 1978 Halloween and then the <laughs> 2018 Halloween, and Michael died in the fire. And those are two good films. Uh, leave it at that. He's a I actually idea. like Halloween Kills. I, but I the problem with Halloween Kills is you've got now you've opened it's Empire Strike Back Strikes Back, so you got you've opened it back up to what happened at the end. Right. Here's a bright idea. If you're looking for a scary movie this Halloween, something recent, something fresh, something new, go watch X. Go watch Pearl. Don't turn this movie on. Don't, don't give them the any good good horror movies. Just, <sighs> it's a one out of five. Go watch something that's actually entertaining and has some creativity behind it instead of this corporate schlock. I wouldn't watch Smile either. <laughs> I went and saw Smile. And uh, that was kind of... That was kind of boring, to be yeah, honest but, with you. But that's yeah. fun B-rate horror. Like, this movie's just, like, blech. It's just drained of all imagination. At least Smile is something interesting. It's somewhat scary. Uh, it had a few good jump scares, but for the most part, it was kind of, like, other than the evil Smile, you know, even the jump scares are like, you know, oh, it's someone just behind a door, and, you know, it's uh, it's nothing... It's one of those fake out jump scares. It's not like real jump scares. So well, I don't know. It was kind of it was all right. Just horror. Right. horror is weak this year. It's been a weak year. Well, I heard Terrifier was uh, Terrifier Two was really good. What? Well, I've heard Barbarian's really good. Did you see Barbarian, Alex? I did. I did. It's, it's on uh, HBO Max. It just dropped. So. You should you should watch Barbarian Two. What Barbarian, is that? X, Pearl, all Barbarian Two, Barbarian Two out. Uh, I watched X. I enjoyed it, but mainly because of some scenes with Britney Snow. But uh, <laughs> me and Gus. But, but other than that, it was again. I would say that X was there was nothing special about that, other than the premise was mildly interesting. I haven't seen. I like well, Pearl's really good. Okay. I would. What is X about? Pearl. It's about. Kids going to an old farmhouse to make a uh, a private oh, movie, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. old woman starts killing people. Eh. It's eh. pretty good. So kind of probably the thirteenth. I yeah. kinda, I had a lot. I had a lot of fun with yeah, it. I, I think it's a fun concept. 
Uh, well, um, you know, a horror movie that we saw a few weeks ago. Did I mention? I don't know if I mentioned this before or not. Uh, we went and saw uh, the Nosferatu, a 100-year anniversary of Nosferatu, uh, where they had a, a live band playing the uh, score. Uh, kind of a, not the score from the cool. movie, but a made-up score. But it was not like a, you know, a rock band or anything like that. It was like a five piece, four or five-piece band. Uh, playing classical music to it, so that was pretty cool. That's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty nice. A little something different. A little something, 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 something there. All right. Um, are we done with movies? Over to TV. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, uh, TV. I mean, we we didn't talk about this in the green room, and we haven't talked about it in a while. But are we going to talk about <laughs> She-Hulk? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to. <coughs> <laughs> so She-Hulk ran uh, there's uh, eight episodes? I don't know, six, eight episodes, yeah, whatever nine. it was. There's nine, actually. Nine, nine episodes. Uh, again, I think I'm going to be one of the lone stars here to where the ending, again, most people hated it. I, I didn't hate it for what it was. In other words, Same. the whole series was not that good. It felt like it had a lot of potential to be good. Everybody loved the yeah. actress. Everybody got over the CGI and all that kind of stuff. The premise just, of it felt like it had a lot of potential to do something with that they didn't do just anything. Just the writing. Just the just, writing, yeah. Just the writing. Uh, and the the ending, as goofy and cornball-y as it was, uh, it didn't bother me too much. I mean, it was completely stupid, I admit that, but... yeah. Um, I agree, but I it was concur. it was for again. You could picture that something like that happening where, and it probably did happen, where She Hulk starts talking to John Byrne or something like that from the comic books. Yeah. Oh, it actually did happen. Uh, that's it why I, I figure it probably yeah. did. So yeah. in that respect, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this, even though it was completely goofy. Yeah, See, I had actually a pretty pretty splendid time for the for as much as She Hulk dragged in the middle. I liked the first episode. I liked the first two or three, not that badly. But the last two, I had a really good time with. And the finale was fun and stupid and silly. And it, it gave Tatiana Maslany the space to actually kind of be the character that everyone wanted to see. So, who want? Not everyone wanted to see that. I had a great time. <laughs> All right. So I think I like I. I put more thought into this series than than I probably ever should have. That's probably but, true. Than anyone but, has, the writers included. Anyone. For sure. <laughs> I feel like the writers got together and it's and it's a millennial writing staff, Ugh. right? And they're they're wanting to do this meta meta storytelling. They wanna they wanna check off that let's, let's let's do meta stories. You know what? Let's let's shake up the status quo. You know what? Let's let's you know, uh, um uh, people People aren't going to like this show. You know, you're going to have uh, uh, male viewers are not going to like this show, right? So let's. So instead of giving us a chance to like it, right, or writing something that might hit a broader swatch of viewers, uh, they just went. They went on the attack mode, and it's like they, they the writers turned on the biggest percentage of their audience. They're like, well, you know, male viewers aren't going to like this. Well, male, you know, th they're all incels, so just go after them anyway. Like, uh, they're not going to like this. We're, we're definitely not going to write something that they would like. 
you know what? The villain of this show is our audience, is yeah. the male viewer of this audience yeah. of, of our show. Yeah. And like that's that's where they wrote this show from. So the assumption was I'm not gonna like it. So they're writing it honestly as like a fuck you to to that portion of their viewership. Right? And 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 the the final the final the finale was the one big giant fuck you at the end. We're not even gonna pay off the storylines that we right. proposed and in having this a show. big fight scene. You might you, you might want a fight scene. We're not going to give it to you. Like like uh, uh, all these movies come down to somebody stealing the blood and getting powers. Okay, like I I agree with you that you didn't have to do that. Like, but but this turned into one giant fuck you to the fan to the the Marvel fan base. Oh, yeah. uh, so I'm just like I I don't get it. It's like they knew we weren't going to like the show. So they intentionally just started attacking a, a large section of the viewership. Hmm. Well, I, I, put some thought into that. They didn't really resolve anything. Like, you know, who stole, who took her blood? I mean, was it that guy? I mean. I think that's kind of the, the point of the final episode is Jen going, none of this makes any sense. Who stole my blood? Why is there a Todd Holt? Why is Bruce back? Why, why is this all happening? Right. Why is... Why is everyone here? And it's just this culmination of, I, to me, here's my thing. I think, I, I agree with Brian, is that the, sh- the writers of the show seemed like they wanted to write a female-centric comedy that's for the female viewer. And and I have no problem with that. I really don't. What, what, what does get annoying is, like, the constant, like, Oh, oh! The this fans think this way. The fans think that way. But I'm, I'm. This is my show, and I'm gonna do it. It's like, yeah, we get it. I actually want to watch your show, She-Hulk. So maybe do something <laughs> instead of just bitching about this thing. Because guess what? I'm here for it. I'm watching week by week, and it's so it's like. But with the finale, what I did appreciate it was was like, it kind of put. I, I thought it put kind of this other shit on back burner, and it was just like, you know what? For, we're actually just going to do something that's pretty faithful to the comic books, and we're going to have a good laugh. And by yeah. the end, it's just besides Scar, which is by, besides ah. Scar, which is dumb. But it's like well, by the end, we're just going to have a fun time, and hopefully, you walk away and you go, "That was a fun, clever episode," and that's it. It's just stupid fun. That's well, what I got out of it. <laughs> well, I get the stupid fun, and I I didn't even have any problems with her breaking the the, the fourth wall. I mean, because she did that in the comic book, where. I find that it went off the rails is when you start changing the story. I mean, you're you're invested in the story, and then all of a sudden it switches it up and saying, "Oh no, that's stupid." We, you know, right. what, what are they doing? You know, why is Bruce here? And why is you know this guy become a Hulk now? And and now she's breaking the fourth wall and she's changing the story, and it just now you've just kind of screwed it all up. So you've invested you've know. invested nine episodes into watching this. Only to come with a very unsatisfied conclusion, not because of what happened, but you don't really know how it concluded. I mean, but to be, to be mean, fair, the, to be fair, this show never said it was like going to be a full narrative that was leading to a finale. From the day one, they said this is a half-hour comedy series. I, I just and whether assumed it's... that any movie or any show <laughs> would have some sort finale. of finale. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You thought fair you enough. think that? You think that a season of Frasier is going to build to an ultimate climax? <laughs> yeah. No. 
No, that's right. not that's not what a comedy is. It's a half hour sitcom. It's a situational comedy with superheroes. Yeah, maybe that's what maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And what, here's the thing too. They promised, and it's like whether you like the comedy or not. It doesn't really matter. They gave, they said what they did, and then at the end, they held, they stuck to their guns, and were like, "No, we're still not going to do the thing that you think we're going to do. We're going to do what we did, what we said we were going to do." And I admire it. It's creative and it's a little fun. It's more creative than the rest of the show ever was, and I'll take it. <laughs> no, see, uh, here's here's my thought: is uh, like uh, back to where I was saying a second ago. They went after the fan base. They wrote this thing with no end game in place. None of it mattered. They were intentionally writing stuff that didn't matter because it was going to be one big F you to, to the, uh, they made us the villain and they spent so much time making us the villain. It got, it, it diminished a story they could have told. Did they That's make one. us the villain though? Did they? Yeah. I mean, we got Daredevil. We got Wong. We got Abomination. We got Hulk. Uh, we got, we got, we got Wongers. We got Wongers and Daredevil. If we get her to break, yeah, well, but they did. They said they said you're not going to like this show. You're not going to like this show. This show's not made for you. Okay, I'm not going to like the show. The show's not made for me. Maybe you're maybe you're selling me short, but okay. But they don't then have to go intentionally say repeatedly say and take take uh, um, story elements and write the story to uh, specifically to piss. This section, they wrote this story, and especially the finale, to piss off people intentionally. And uh, don't let it be lost on the fact that these writers found a way to write themselves into the fucking show. Millennials. They wrote themselves into the show, and I... gave themselves uh, uh, like on-screen parts. Yeah. What the fuck? I think that's funny. It's something that she did in the comics. She she met John Byrne. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, that doesn't bother me too much. It's the same she thing met as... John Byrne. And did, rewrote the story. She rewrote John it. Byrne didn't write the She-Hulk comic to intentionally to alienate <laughs> the audience. Well, to be fair, he kind of did. I mean, she from when John Byrne first picked up that book, it's a feminist book. It is very pro women, pro women in the workplace. I, here's the thing: pro women, I, pro women in the pursuit of their sex lives. Like it, it privatized. It, it's it had something to say, and it did. And for the time it actually came out, that was there's a difference, impressive. Alex. There's a difference in saying it's feminist, it's pro women. That's fine. What I'm talking about is when they're going in and specifically saying. Uh, they're using She-Hulk as a hero to say uh, these. We don't want you as fans. We don't want you as fans. If you know. if you can't take She-Hulk the way we want to write it, we don't want you as fans. And and we're gonna build this up and do this fake this fake out in the in the ninth episode. You're, we're telling you there's a narrative. We're telling you there's plots. We're 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 te we're telling you these things are important. And then the last episode go, haha, fuck you. None of yeah, this matters. Uh, I was on, I was on board to the last episode. And I thought, and I was even on board halfway through the last episode until they did all that. And then that just like, that's eh, kind of stupid. You know what I would have liked? Let me let me just back up a little bit. What I wouldn't have minded is if she did that stupid little kid. You know, Kevin Feige meets everybody, goes and all that, and then all of a sudden she wakes up. And she's still in the battle, and it, she was knocked out. Okay, she dreamed all that. But that would have been at least, and then they would have resolved the battle and finished the battle. 
Then they would have been like, okay. Well, here's the thing. Something. So the the when when Bruce shows back up, uh, like that didn't make. They, they're like they're basically telling me that you're only here to see Bruce. So here's <laughs> Bruce back to fight her battle for you. You chauvinist pig. Oh wait, haha! That's not what's happening. None of this matters. Look, I was invested in that series to see Jennifer Walters grow as a character and tell me compelling stories and. Uh, uh, be the hero at the end of the of the series. Yeah. That is not what we got. If you want to talk about the promise of the premise, the premise is you're telling us a narrative, you're telling us a, a superhero journey, you're telling us a hero's story arc, right? And then at the end, you're just like, ah, no, but, <laughs> you've wasted, you've wasted six hours on this. Ha ha, none of this matters. You know, uh, go get bent. But again, they didn't. They didn't say that this was a narrative. They never they they never, they never the, said it was a narrative. They said it was a half-hour comedy. They've said it from day they, one. The story evolves as a narrative. Every she gets powers. Is kind of self-contained. Besides, like a few Alex, hints, like, like there's, the there's, you can say you liked it without saying, without making it out like this wasn't uh, a plan to begin with. Well, it's, they, you had the first episode. She gets powers. She uh, she trains with Hulk. She has a motivation. That's a narrative and a motivation and a plot line. The plot line advances to now she's got to find a job because she's lost work. The plot line advances. Somebody's out to steal her blood. You introduce the wrecking crew. The plot advances. She starts dating this guy. This day, this guy fools her, steals her blood. The plot advances. The the all this stuff going on with with uh, abomination, right? This is all. This is a plot. And, and a story arc that they basically at the end said, we were just fucking with you. None of this stuff is real. None of this stuff is matters. And you're a chump for thinking well, it did. Can I, can I make a, can I make a counter proposal to that? One quick one. Cause I want to hear what Jonah thinks about She-Hulk again. I want a young person. You guys are getting too old for me. I want a young person's okay. opinion. Real it quick. quick. It's be quick. If I okay, I, I can agree that there 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 are things that like line up throughout the series, but if it, if if Jen's arc through the series then is her coming to grips with who she is and the control and power that she has not only as a lawyer, not only as a Hulk, but just as her person in general, and the finale kind of cements that she fully takes control of her life. She says she's saying no. I don't like. I, I, this is the power I have, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to benefit the people around me, to benefit my life. Like she's taking full control. She's not letting, not letting a man. She's not letting her coworkers. She's not letting intelligentsia. She's not letting any of this, like, control her anymore. She's fully taking control. So in that sense, it lines up perfectly. So Alex, when, now that they've done this, now that they've done this. What happens when She-Hulk is in the lineup and they're trying to take down Kang? Well, Kevin already said that she doesn't. She that this will never happen again. That they're never going to let her break through. So she's just in a, she's just a superhero in this world now. She's just living her best life. Sounds good to me. All right, Jonah, did you watch any of this? So she's uh, not. There's not going to be this whole meta <laughs> thing where where when the world's if people are dying and the world is is coming to an end or the threat of the world's coming to the end. She's not going to go. You know what, guys? The real bad guy's not Kang. It's this fucking Kevin computer is the one that's really the one doing all this. 
No, because she doesn't do that in the big events in the comic books. She doesn't do that kind of stuff. So it's these, like, it's, it's these different styles. I mean, I don't expect the Avengers movies to have the same political espionage of Captain America the Winter Soldier. I don't expect that tone to carry over. So I don't expect the comedy of She-Hulk and the fourth wall breaking <laughs> the to carry over and do Avengers. So, you know, it's like there's genres here. And, you know, some genres are going to come over. But I don't think we're going to see She-Hulk break the fourth wall. And maybe we will. That'd maybe be kind of fun. Maybe she will give a wink at the camera. I'd love to see a Norman Fell yeah. wink at the camera. During no, the like, end game. No, like, here's the thing. I like She-Hulk. I like the character. I like the comic. I like the character. I like the actress. I hate this fucking show. Wow. I hate the writing. I hate the way it ended. <laughs> and, and to me, like, I don't want to see her in anything else. Ouch. Jonah, uh, please jump in. Help a brother out. Help his sister um, out. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of tapped out after, uh, after that um, twerking scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was done. Right, fair I was enough. done after that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, he I'll, quit. Yeah, when you were saying you want to get his, I was like, well, like he quit he with quit Megan the Stallion. He was I, like, I'm done. I saw her twerking, and then I watched the Daredevil episode, and I was done. Okay. I don't even know what happened in the finale, and I don't want to know. Doesn't that, matter. That show is so bad. I love wow. the Daredevil episode. Well, I have well, a great time. <laughs> let me. <laughs> I don't even want to ask Brian's opinion about how he feels about Matt Murdock on uh, preying on young women. Um, uh, Podman Ron, do you have any strong feelings as we've uh, had with these other two? About what? Oh, my God. About Andor. Has anybody been watching uh, Andor at all? No. <laughs> Andor's gotten some pretty good buzz. I've not watched it, but... Uh, I know. I need it's Star Wars. I'm not watching it. Wow, it's got really. Well, the thing is, it's got really good buzz. Uh, but that first episode was just so goddamn slow. Yeah, and like, uh, I just—I mean, it's not an—it's not an important story. It's not an interesting, like particularly interesting, uh, like, uh, like corner of the Star Wars universe. I'm sure it's great. But yeah. like, I, it's not interesting. I, I have not. Nah, I'm over yeah. Star Wars. Let's get back to She-Hulk. Um, yeah, I, I think I've pretty much said my piece on it. It was interesting. Uh, it could have been funnier. I think the jokes were pretty terrible. Uh, the the lady that plays She-Hulk, I can't never pronounce her name. That's okay. Um, she's good. I liked her. Uh, she was she was probably the best part of that series. Um. Yeah, poor writing, and, and like Brian said, I agree with Brian with this. I have, to, I mean, it, it was like a big fuck you. I mean, it, you know, you you invested eight episodes into this. You watched half of that episode, the finale, and then they do that stupid ending, and basically said, "Oh well, no, that's not how it ended. This is how it ended, and it makes no sense." So. Ha ha ha! It was all funny, and, and we moved on. Like I said, it would have been better if she would have woke up and it was a dream sequence when she was, you know, knocked out during that fight, and she dreamed all that, and then she woke up from it. But, but that's not true to the character. They just I get so that. Authentic. But then I get that. But sometimes everything in comic books shouldn't translate exactly on okay. TV, especially Fair when enough. you're creating a universe so i i will i'll never forget watching that and watching her break through disney plus i laughed out loud oh. <laughs> i thought, I thought it was, it was clever i, I thought it. it was really funny oh. i really really had a good time and this is why we have no comedy anymore 
But this then, is what you guys. This is what you call a comedy. I thought it was now. funny that like she made it, like the show made it seem like us the viewer like just quit watching. <laughs> we just were done. <laughs> right. No, like, maybe, the, was, maybe there's something was, to that. It happened. Or like, or like, or like when Kevin was like, "Can you please transform back? You're too expensive." Like that's really funny. Like I thought it was, I thought it was humorous. I thought yeah, they I enjoyed that. I need you, us. Alex. I need you to watch something about Mary. That's comedy. That's I, comedy I, gold. I, that's I comedy don't gold think. Right listen, I don't think this show is. I don't think this show is that good at all in terms of quality. But it's like there's some stuff here in the last two episodes that I really enjoyed. The Daredevil episode I loved from start to finish. Had a I mean, great time. It, it almost sounds like Alex is treating this. Alex has said that this is a sitcom, and I'm watching it like a sitcom. And Brian, you're trying to analyze. Uh, how can Jack Ripper, R Ripper, Jack Ritter, really have uh, two dates going on at the Regal Beagle at the same time? You know, you're trying to really analyze how much time and how they couldn't know that the other one existed. <laughs> That's, That's a good point, man. Because no. I said, I said at the beginning of this, you know, a few weeks ago, that you know, Marvel's good about doing genres, and this was a sitcom genre, but. At, at the end of the day, it also is part of this Marvel Universe, and although I can take her fourth wall breaks here and there, when you're making a total change of the story, uh, it gets a little bit... Well, you know. here's here's where I'm at, though. Like, I'm fine <laughs> with it being a sitcom. I'm fine with it being a sitcom. It wasn't a sitcom. Well, there's, At there's no point during the show has it been a sitcom until this last episode. So they basically said, oh, we don't know how to write our way out of this. We don't like anything. You know what? It's all shit anyway. It's a sitcom. Well, it wasn't a sitcom when Wrecking Crew attacked her. It wasn't a sitcom well, when... No, it, it was when, a sitcom. You just didn't laugh. I mean... It was sad funny, that may be funny, the thing funny. we That may be the thing we need to hit, is that it just wasn't your comedy. Yeah, well, no, no, but, but my point is you got you created a plot... And promised a climax. If you wanted to make it a sitcom, fine. Make but it a sitcom. A, but it's a plot that like amounts to like maybe like fifteen percent of the show. They, they went to so much effort to to make it this to make this the show when all they had to do was just make it a sitcom and have different court cases. Right. That's yeah, what they should have done. Nine yeah. nine yeah, court cases. Or eight court cases, and the, la and the last court case is a two-part. Yeah. Right? And have Stilt Man, and have uh, uh, the Frog frog Man, and have... Actually, I actually like the Frog Man. I actually like that. I, I actually like the well, episode with Daredevil with Frog and, Man. And so that should have been every episode. Yeah. That should have been I every agree. episode. That was a good episode. The, the Daredevil episode should have been the quality of the show from the beginning. Right, like they got it so right in that episode, it was like yes. there was. You have if you had the time. pilot, if you had the pilot with all the stuff with her and Bruce, and then every episode after that was was the the a case uh, with somebody, the a case with star. somebody, yeah. guest star introducing some goofy third-rate villain, a bad yeah. guy, yeah. and 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 you, that's where you got your your yucks. And then the last case could be something that tied back to an overarching thing in, uh, with the with the the cases, or it could just be a two part case. Or it could you have make an abomination. Yeah, make yeah make the abomination trial the two parter at the end. And if you want to have abomination go on a rampage and she's got to knock him out, okay. 
So you get a little bit of action in it, but uh, that's all you had to do. Right. But yeah. it's like they couldn't. It's like this this premise, which is pr- promising and proven to work. They're like, nah, we don't want to do that. That's boring. Well, what's the, what's interesting to us as writers? Oh, what's ourselves. interesting to us as writers is is ourselves <laughs> and and uh, the people that that, are, that don't like what we do. So let's hey, attack them let, and promote ourselves. Let me ask you this though: the uh, the little opening thing about the uh, 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 whatever the old uh, the Incredible Hulk TV yeah. show that was kind of cool, right? <laughs> I like that. That was cutesy. That I was liked funny. it. All right. All right. Well, uh, so no one's watching. I'm going to get off of She-Hulk because we spent way too much time on She-Hulk. Um, uh, Andor, nobody's watching Andor, it seems like. Anything else? No. Uh, nope. Nothing else? What else is coming up? Anything new coming well, up? Well, I'm watching something, and I want to bring this up to Alex. Oh, no. Oh. All right. So uh, have you watched any more of... Uh, Rings of Power. Uh, no, gave up on it already. All right, you gave up at the wrong time. Nope. Well, not for you. You, you kind of did. So, uh, <laughs> the the build up. If you get, if you can make it to episode five, I can't. Good Lord, that's that's a lot of commitment. <laughs> You've already asked too much, Brian. I'm sorry. Well, do you it. know what? Do you know what happens in episode five? Does Soren show up? So, essentially, the build-up, those four episodes, the first four episodes are setting up the chess pieces and where they're at on the board. The fifth fifth episode is where all of it comes together. And you realize what's in... Well... (laughs) So what now? Do you want to hear what what I'm trying to tell you or or just, just... Okay. I, just, I hate that show. I'm sorry. Wow. Well, I've not watched it. There's yet. no reason to hate the show. So essentially, what happens at, in the la- in the fifth episode is uh, you realize those the trenches they were digging, right? Yeah. Were all to uh, divert water from uh, this the dam, right? And the 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 hilt of the sword was actually the key to open the dam, right? Well, when they opened the dam and they diverted the water, it caused uh, Mount Doom to erupt. Oh, that's cool. And so when Mount Doom erupted, that's why the Southlands becomes Mordor. Everything is on fire. Everything that's is cool. burned. So you, so episode five is the buildup of, it's the origin of Mordor. And that's so it cool. even goes and says, it even shows when the, when the, uh, the mountain erupts, and and everything's like people are dead everywhere. There's just fireballs everywhere. Everything is completely burnt and ash and smoldering. It changes the end. It goes the Southlands, and then it cut, and then it changes it to Mordor. But then, right. I, but then I heard the lead character goes into the writers' room and they change. It all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Gollum. Gollum goes in. Gollum goes then in. in the uh, so then episode six is the aftermath of Mordor. Episode seven. Uh, um, it's eight episodes. Ep- episode eight builds a uh, seven and eight build to you realize that the reveal of who Sauron is is there, and the reveal of who the stranger is. Okay. So, so yeah, first four episodes are world building and introducing what chess pieces, what the chess pieces are, and where they're placed on the table. 
episode five, it goes to shit immediately. And then it's like a different show after after Mount Doom erupts. And these are one hour shows, right? They're one hour shows. You only had to wait four hours. <laughs> you only had to wait four hours for a Good big Lord. payoff. I'm sorry, I sat through all those Lord of the Ring movies, and I mean, they were good back then, but now, I don't know. I haven't rewatched them. Every time I, 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 every time there's, whenever there's a rainy day, I always threaten my kids with, "We should watch the extended edition of all the Lord of the oh, Rings movies." God. And they, thing. they find something to do. They go out and stand in the rain instead. They have no Here's my thing. I hate to say it, but it's like I can only give my priority to one prequel fantasy show at a time maybe it, well it's not Andor or Lord of the Rings what are you talking about is I'm talking about House of the Dragon oh okay of course yeah which is which ended with a bang here's the thing is it even greenlit for season two yet yeah it's, it's, you're getting season two yeah all right. Uh, if it's season two, uh, oh, and you, you know how you you it, the whole thing with uh, so the one other piece you hated Gladriel, right? Hazer. And I said there's a reason why they're writing her this way. She's going to have her comeuppance. Well, she, she does. Comeuppance? She gets her comeuppance. So basically, uh, when you realize who Sauron is, um, it's she. Well, don't tell uh, me because I may watch it. When you realize who Sauron is, the you that's why they wrote her that way is because she uh, majorly screws up, and it's and it's all her attitude and her beliefs and her and all the stuff that you didn't like yeah. was all her uh, was all her downfall, and the reason why and it's a big part of why Sauron regains power. All right, maybe I'll try again. Maybe Just, you will. Hey. Brian, if it sucks. Yeah, he's coming yeah, for you, you realize, Brian. See, see, the thing is, I had to tell you this stuff to get you reinvested. If you had watched that fifth episode, I think you would have been like, oh, sh when you... When the, you know when what's the, sad, though? You shouldn't have to go to five episodes. Thank you, That's exactly what I was going to say. You know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to do it. They need to stop. I mean, by God. But at the same end. time, right, at the same time, uh, like, that's that's the Tolkien way. Is oh, yeah. <laughs> think Make about think about the it. first the Fellowship of the Ring, right? The Fellowship of the Ring when they get to Rivendell, like it's like two different movies. Like you've got all the stuff in the Shire and getting out of the Shire and and the Ring Wraiths and all that kind of stuff, and then you've got Rivendell and everything that happens after Rivendell. It's really like two movies. But can I That's, tell you the difference? Can I tell you the the singular difference yes. is that in the first Lord of the Rings movies. I really like the characters as soon as I meet them. In this show, I do not. I care about yeah. pretty much none of them. Like, I had a hard time. The kids I don't like. Gladriel, I'm glad it pays off in a way, but I don't like her. I kind of like the Black Elf, but even then, I don't really know Is anything Jonah about Is Jonah doing him. his hair back there? He's like, like, yes. Uh, he's getting bored. we got to get Jonah. Jonah, what are you watching other than Lord of the Power of the Rings nowadays? House of the Dragon. Literally nothing. I watched uh, I watched one episode of uh, the Lord of the Rings thing and I almost fell asleep. Ouch! Oh, there you go. I, Ow. I'm sorry. Ouch. Like, I, I I don't fall asleep while watching stuff, but that first episode was so boring. But this have the best, most well edited thing I've seen all year at the end. So well edited. Great piece of music too. Right. I give you credit. Now, got a great piece of music. 
the uh, I, I would liken that fifth episode to like uh, um, Usual Suspects, like the Kaiser Sose. Wow! Like when when he realizes when he's like looking at the wall and he realizes the lie that, yeah, that Kaiser Sose is telling. It's like it's like that was like my, I was like, oh shit, that's what they were digging those ditches for. Oh shit, wait a minute, that, that's Mount Doom, and it explodes, <laughs> and you're like, oh, like like that was like the 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 equivalent to it. Uh, Jonah has been. You want to tell him what you've been reading? Oh yeah, I um I read Daredevil Man with No Fear. Let's go. Uh, or Man Without Fear and I read uh Batman Dark Dark Knight all four issues and I finished Wait, what what's the Punisher book who, who Welcome back uh Frank. Yeah, Welcome back Frank. Cool. Oh, that's Punisher. I like that one. That's and cool. I think I'm going to start Long Halloween tonight. Let's go. Long Halloween's great. Digging through, through some back issues. Yep. So that's again. what he's been doing, reading a bunch of comics. Yeah. He, needs to, he needs to read Daredevil Born Again. It'll change his life. Well, I told him Born Again and, and Guardian Devil. Yeah. Uh, like the one-two punch of it. And Spider-Man Blue. You should, watch, you should read Spider-Man Blue, too. It's a good book. I've never heard of that one. It's really good. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Green. Yeah. No, somebody, Hulk Gray. Somebody, it was Hulk, yeah, Gray. Hulk Gray. Somebody read Daredevil, Daredevil Yellow. Yellow. Captain America mm-hmm. Red? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Those are great books. Each one of those is really good in its own right. All right. Well, that's what that's what Tim Jacob's says. looking at. We, we're on to the Jacob? what you're looking at. That's good. Well, Who's Jacob? Just, yeah, Jonah, 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 Jacob. Whichever one, Jonah. Whichever. Oh, give me it's shit. PBJ. I, I'm going to get used to this new format, okay? Well, there's PMR and now there's PBJ. Yeah, there's PBJ. Okay. Hot boy Jonah. PBJ. PBJ. I like it. We love our acronyms and uh, nicknames around here. Uh, all right. Well, what else? What else are you looking at? Uh, PM, PMR. Speaking of PMR, it's been awfully quiet. Please. Uh, nothing really. Um, uh, oh, I got what I'm watching. Oh, I, I went back to 2005. Watched the show that. Uh, always heard about started watching it 30 minute show mm. mildly entertaining i got it took a while to get into but second season i really got into it is the uh, entourage oh wow well, that's, <laughs> came out of left field i like that yeah yeah i mean he won't watch house of the dragon yeah i can't get him to watch house of the dragon really, he'll sure I, watch, I, he'll watch entourage 30 minute show man yeah. you know I, I like 30 minute quick shows and it's i love actually, 30 minute shows no shame yeah, in that. It's entertaining, man. So, Multi-season uh, shows. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, he stars in the big production of Aquaman and uh, his universe. James Cameron's Aquaman. At that. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, I actually like this show a lot. Um, I guess I should have watched it, you know, should have watched it to begin with. It came on, but when it was uh, relevant. Yeah, when it was relevant. But well, speaking but, uh, of, I, I started rewatching Thirty Rock. Does that count? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I tried. Show. I tried to watch Thirty Rock recently. And I was like, this did not age well, did it? Because <laughs> well, it's funny. That's why. Uh, it's not very. I did not find it very funny. I did not uh, find I it like amusing. That lowbrow humor. Uh, I like Thirty Rock. All right. You want to hear my uh, my Black Panther uh, prediction? Oh sure. Let's hear. This is the going into the predictions uh, phase Jim's of the podcast. If you say Doctor Doom's going to show up, I know you read that somewhere. Nope. Who do y'all think nope. the new Black Panther is? Probably Shuri. Well, we're led to believe it's Shuri, right? 
Yeah, but I honestly think... Don't say Storm. Don't say Storm. They they cannot do this. I honestly think it's going to be T'Challa. Or T'Challa. And it's going to be Michael B. Jordan. And he's the T'Challa from a multi-universe, from another universe. Don't, Brian. Well, let me ask you this... Uh, when, when he comes yeah, back, does he does he grow breasts? Does he have a curvy figure? What? Wait, wait. 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 <laughs> is he is he gonna be facing his uh uh his his high school bullet like? No, is, no, 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 is this, no, 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 Are we talking about like the the big bad guy that went to prison while he went to juvie? <laughs> yeah, yeah is that who he's very, facing? You're confusing did he universes. And his, did he go to school with oh. Kang in his universe? You see in the trailer, you see yeah, yeah, exactly, it's a right. female in the costume. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you do. That's called a red herring. Everybody, they, they want you to know. Wait a minute. All right. I mean, Marvel. Marvel had erased the Spider-Man from uh, No Way Home or whatever that was. So DMR is saying they're they're purposefully trying to fool us by putting in a, a female Black Panther. Nobody wants a woman. Black Panther. Yeah. I like your idea, PMR. I'm all for it. Here you go. Here's my reason. I don't want it. I don't want it. Everybody is kind of cheesed that it's kind of like it's kind of like if the guy who's, who's playing Batman dies and they don't want to cast because he was so popular as Bruce Wayne, so they'll never cast again. I mean, there's a lot of people that are pissed right. that the child. Well, I will bet you. Hold on. Uh, hold, on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Let's, hold I want, on. Before there's any so, bets, I want to hear him out to huh? see which way, what so, I need to wager. So, so there are people that are pissed that. They did not recast T'Challa. It's not it's right. like not casting, you know, uh, Steve Rogers or Tony Stark. Right. Mean, so we're all we're okay. all with you so far, PMR. Let yeah, us I can tell. well let us know so, when you're going to lose us here shortly. So everybody wanted Michael B. Jordan to be back. They were pissed that they killed him off. Right. right? So right. that's your second thing. Your third thing is we've introduced multiverse throughout this whole. Absolutely. Phase two. I mean, that's all it's been is, I mean, phase four. It's, it's multiverse. Okay. It's, hold on a minute. Hold, hold on. on hold on. Yeah. I'll let you yammer for the past hour. So, <laughs> so now, oh my Michael B. Jordan's character was actually born before T'Challa was in his right. universe, right? Right. So, what's to say in a multiverse universe that instead of abandoning Michael B. Jordan's character, right? He they named they he accepted him and named him T'Challa because he's the he first one. Him. Yeah, he's the first one, and he becomes the Black Panther, and he comes into our universe and he's stuck there. And they they go and they pull him from the other universe. Right. So so I mean, so far, I would Michael, say. Hold on a minute. Michael okay. B. Jordan and and Chadwick Boseman were best friends, so. It would be an homage and an honor for him to play the part right. that Chadwick Boseman started. Were they best friends? I never heard of them yeah, being they best were friends best before. friends. Yes. You don't read. You don't so, read anything, uh, Brian. I'm the one that doesn't read. You don't read anything don't we read, send you, son. Brian. <laughs> read the inquirer, son. So anyway. So I think, there you go. I, mean, I think we are all on board with you on that part of it, PMR. That that is a so highly possible <laughs> thing. Not, I, it, look, look, I will bet you, I, look, 
Go grab me that hat. You, I'll bet you ten dollars. Grab me that chrome sideboard. <laughs> grab me that. Grab me that. All right. All right. That. That. Yep. If T'Challa, if Michael B. Jordan, as T'Challa becomes Black Panther, I will eat this fucking hat. I will eat this fucking hat. This is a Werner Herzog. If this happens, this hat, I'm like, I will eat the fucking hat. There is no way in hell that what you just said will happen. I'm taking a fucking screenshot of y'all smug, smiling faces. I'm with you. And I'm going to fucking shove this in your fucking ass when it happens. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I will eat this fucking hat. If the, listen, listen, listen. If, you better put some barbecue sauce on it. If the new Black yeah, Panther right. takes off her helmet and it's Michael B. Jordan's face on that body, on, I'm going to be like, actually, holy fuck. Bro, for someone who wants to be a script writer, you don't know anything about fucking red herring. <laughs> Why did we not start with this? Look. Oh my God. There is no fucking. We're two way hours in into it. We can't. There is no way in hell. You what you like? We are getting Michael B. Jordan, alternate dimension T'Challa. No, I say as you Black could. Panther in this movie. I'm saying hey, that could yeah, happen. It's, a, it's an alternate dimension. Hey, Michael B. Hey. Jordan as a woman. Why? Yeah. Hey, hey, and I say, until next time. <laughs> wow, I love it. <laughs> somebody, somebody say it. Please. Somebody Jonah, say it. Say it. Somebody say it. Say it for the podcast. Until say it next for the podcast. Shut him down. Yes. Yeah. Say it for the podcast. Yeah. Play the music, Brad. Play the music, Brad. This is. We waited two hours for this. Let me say, though, I agree oh with you, Podman Ron. I say yeah. that is highly possible. However, the fact that we've seen, I think we've seen action figures <laughs> with the female Black Panther body. I am not saying that she's not going to be in it. Okay, you're just saying there's going to be, there could be two Black Panthers. Thank you. I mean, okay, not, okay, I mean, I'm with you now. I'm, that's what right. Brian, I does mean, that change anything for you, Brian? There's no way in hell. I, see, I think there is a there is a way in hell, but yeah, it's a hard way. I mean, it's a come on now. I mean, oh, you have the, you have the reason. You have the multiverse. No, you have the story. Check. check. You have the story. Because he was the firstborn of T'Chaka, yeah. so you have the story. T'Chaka. <laughs> no, he wasn't the firstborn. Hold it. You, see, you're not even getting this right. You're not even getting this right. He wasn't T'Chaka's firstborn. He yes, was T'Chaka. No, he wasn't. Go I watch was, the movie. He was T'Chaka's brother's son. Ah, brother, whatever. So he's yeah. not T'Chaka's first son. He's right. T'Chaka's nephew. That's why. Yeah, but you don't my, understand. That's why he keeps calling T'Challa cuz. <laughs> cuz is short for cousin. PMR PMR says, oh, they all call each other cuz. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> well, oh my God! Screenshotting all y'all. Y'all are so fucking wrong. Okay. 
standing by. Standing by. Oh my god. Oh my god. You don't understand, Brian. Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan were best friends. I mean, you're you're kind of forgetting that point. That is the first thing I'm gonna Google as soon as we get off this. <laughs> they never spoke before the movie or after. <laughs> they were best friends. Here, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. But... Oh my god. Chadwick Bozeman, I think, was like considerably older than Michael B. Jordan, too. <laughs> they can be friends. PMR is considerably older than you. Can we can we save it? <laughs> can we save it? Oh my god. That was broken. Hilarious. I'm broken, man. Okay, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Who is Chadwick Boseman's best friend? Michael B. <laughs> yep. Here you go. Here you go, motherfuckers. I'm going to send this fucking screenshot to you. All right. <laughs> and he's got I can't. I oh can't even participate. I'm no, done. No, no, no. I can't participate. No, no. I can't participate. Oh. I didn't so? laugh at that. I knew that. I'm laughing oh, at the other. Oh, now you fucking know. Oh, now I you know his shit. best friend. You know that shit. Oh, yeah. Nice shot. He Michael, it's me, Ron. Read Michael, that. what's that say? One of you motherfuckers read that. <laughs> what's it say? Yeah. Is it? They're extremely close. Uh huh. Is it gonna be Michael B. Jordan with like a with like a wig on? To like our viewers, Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman, unlike their characters at Black Panther, Chadwick and Michael are incredibly close and have shown off their friendship at various events and award shows. <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, popsugar.com. <laughs> Never got that wrong. Yeah, popsugar.com. They're the Forbes of best friends. Yeah, they keep track. Have you seen their best their BFF tracker? That shit is. It's on have point. You not seen, have you, you not seen? Have you not seen their pendant necklace that connects? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm doing this to the microphone. There we go, to the camera. You better be marinating that fucking hat, dude. Yeah. You're be eating that motherfucker. All right. Okay. Yeah, dude, like, I love the fact that the whole, the, 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 the you stepped in, the, you stepped in. <laughs> he was the firstborn right of, of his brother. With the whole firstborn argument. Oh, uh, yeah. But, that's okay, okay. irrelevant. All right. Well, hey, that is. You're gonna eat that. That is fascinating. It really is. Now, hold on, how, that fucking. How are you gonna hat. eat it? Yeah. Oh. How are you gonna eat it? Because well, that motherfucker's gonna. You'll be eat that. We'll see. I was going oh, to. Oh, uh, oh, I, I was going to ask so Alex what about the, uh, what happens to Ron. Terrence Malick, but shut up. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, that's a good question. Yeah, what happens? <laughs> what happens to Ron? I give you five bucks. Five, no, no, I mean the hat. Well, that's that's not that's not equity. That's what, what are you gonna do when you're wrong? There's no stakes in this plot. It's like a She-Hulk episode. <laughs> well, well, what are you gonna do? What are you? Uh, you're so certain this is gonna happen. How? Are, what are, what's your bet? What's your bet then? I'll fucking eat. I'll eat uh, like oh, salmon. This hat? Yeah. I'll eat some salmon. <laughs> Will you eat this hat? If you're wrong, he'll send it to you. He'll send it to you in the mail. Yeah. Uh, I'll right. drive up there. Uh, Look, <laughs> if if you're wrong, you'll eat this hat. 
Since this is an audio, since this is an audio, yeah, we need some sort of audio. You don't know, Brian is holding up a black and white baseball hat. Specifically, I think it's a trucker style. Yeah, it's a trucker style with with plastic Plastic. mesh webbing. Okay, but I will eat a red pepper. What was a red pepper? Just like they did in Cobra Kai. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, no, we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) Like in Cobra Kai. Brad, you hold the power. I know. I know. Well, again, I wanted to. I was hoping maybe next month we can talk a little bit about uh, Terrence Malick movies, Alex. That'd be great. I would love that. I I think we're after after Halloween. We're we're going to do a a Terrence Malick marathon at our house. So let's do it. Yes. Wait, wait, Ron, you never talked about Cobra Kai season three. No, we're good. Well, we really will have to save that. I'm running out of tape. got another prediction for the next time. All right. running out of tape. I'm running out of tape, people. So we would love to hear about that Cobra Kai prediction, but until next time. We'd love to. Because we're saving it for the podcast.